Paizo people, welcome to Troubles in Atari, our weekly Pathfinder stream where we feature the beginner box and its follow-up adventure, which is called Troubles in Atari. We are here to play Pathfinder for a couple of hours, and I'm not going to do it by myself. I have a couple of friends with me here tonight who are going oh, to help crap. me tell this story. Did you just try to dab? I didn't think it would get caught. <laughs> It was supposed to be my dab, my private dab for me. <laughs> it was my, it was my post, it was my, it was my pre-pathfinder dab. Yeah. Can you dab within the frame? Do you have to go like a little? Knee? I, I have to like, I have to like go up. <laughs> like I come over here. Okay, arm the high. This is for the Paizo people. <laughs> this is for the Paizo Hello. people. Now. It's Paizo's dab now. They are. <laughs> uh, at the end of last week's episode i mentioned that because i'm a kind benevolent and generous gm you would all be allowed to ascend uh -huh. has nothing to do with the rules of the game and the progress of the story everything because i bestowed greater power upon you just remember uh -huh. that i'll take it i'll take it cool thanks jim jam uh but i would love to uh kind of go over what does that mean for your characters obviously you're gonna get uh your numbers are gonna go up you're gonna be harder to hit you're gonna make saving throws better uh you're gonna get more hit points but i know you guys got some feats and abilities and i want to talk about those so let's start with you know what gabe did the dab so i want to hear what <laughs> fee has totally for level fun. three what happened so i did i did get my class boost um of course i went with dex because i know who i am as a person mm -hmm. and my level three feat that i got is subtle theft when you successfully steal something observers creatures other than the creature you stole from take a negative two circumstance penalty to their perception dcs to detect the theft nice. additionally if you first created a version Taking, uh, using deception, taking a single palm, an object, or steal action doesn't end your undetected condition, which is huge. Ah, yep. Oh <laughs> that my is gosh. a fantastic pick. Game changer. Awesome. That is great. Uh, do you want to pick who goes next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Waverly, what uh, you, you were talking a little bit earlier. I'm excited. I was talking earlier, yes. Um, I basically can just do a whole lot more healing and more betterer. So uh, keep on dying and getting hit, guys. Don't be cautious. Um, don't worry at all. Just run on in there, stride boldly forth, um, because I got your back. I also gained access to level two spells. Huzzah! And not just one. I was like, oh, I probably only get one level two spell, but no. They're like, not only do you get access to level two spells, but you get two of them. And huh? I was like, let's go. Yes, thank you. I can also use my heal spell as a level two spell, uh, which can only just heal you more. So Yay. it's gonna get be right, fun. Kids. Only. <laughs> <laughs> because you're now invincible. You, you, are, yeah. you are immortals thanks to Waverly. Unless, <laughs> out just for example, you were to send Waverly alone against <laughs> a terrible creature <laughs> that killed her first, then you might be in trouble. <laughs> well, just if that were to happen. <laughs> we would never do that, Jim. That's not yeah. something that, that doesn't Nobody sound like our party. No. Um, that doesn't sound like this group of players. <laughs> <laughs> Who, go, who, who goes next, Katie? I'm picking Gristle. Gristle. Hello. Uh, yeah, so I uh, got real beefy. My hit points got bumped up 10, so now I'm at 47, which is insane. Mm -hmm. um, 
I got a skill increase uh, in one thing. So I picked stealth. I went from untrained to trained. I picked that because I feel like I learned some shit from B. <laughs> you've been trying stealth a lot. Like I feel I mean, like it fits the character because you've been trying to practice it more, you know? Yeah, and I've been doing a lot of uh, follow the expert uh, when we're, we're mm -hmm. doing, going through dungeons. So I thought that, you know, that, that tracks. That's awesome. Um, let's see, I got this, the, it's a feeder skill called bravery and that makes me become an expert in my will save so that went from a five to a plus seven on will saves which is insane also yeah um my new feat i picked is b -b 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 intimidating strike uh nice. so when i hit on a melee strike it, i i frighten the person or thing oh, or wow. animal um does that mean i hit that's just do i have to activate that or that just happens uh, I will double check. Okay, so I'm, uh, I'm sure that there. I'm sure that there is a role involved. Like there might be an. Okay. You might get a, a a chance at an intimidation role to try that. Okay. So, I think it just ha auto happens because I'm so <laughs> well, that's, scary. That's what would that would Unless... be definitely incredible. Oh, so, so it's two action. So you take two actions. Your blow not only wounds the creature but also shatters the confidence. Make a melee strike. If you hit and deal damage, it is automatic, but it takes two actions. So that's where the balance is. Uh -huh. There's no additional roll. It just takes two actions. On um, top of the hit? Yeah. So you deal regular damage and- uh, and I use two if, slots uh, for that. Uh, okay. It's one on a regular hit, and then frightened two if it's a critical hit. So. Ooh, dope, 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 dope. Yeah. Uh, I also got the thingy. <laughs> I don't know what the category this is called. <laughs> I got the thingy called assurance. Right. Um, mm, I yeah. can basically makes me really fucking good at one thing I pick at one skill. Um, it's an auto success of a ten plus my proficiency bonus for that skill. So I picked athletics, so I can do sick flips and stuff. Um, nice. So now I am a ten plus five on all athletics things automatically with my nice. roll. Yeah, so basically instead of rolling, you can just be like, I can I can just do uh, basic tasks. Uh, still the really tough stuff you'll want to roll on, but all of the basic stuff, like you I can climb that wall, no problem. Jump do down ravines with ease, like in episode <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Awesome, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I would tell you to pick somebody, but at this point, Inga is, is is our last one. So yes. uh, what does is, what is a level three wizard look like? Ingot has been leaning into the abjuration, uh, the abjurist, which is the protection aspect of magic. Uh, and so all of his stuff is boosting up his HP and the ability to take damage and things like that. Uh, he, for the general feat, I took toughness as well, mm. just really leaning mm. into it. So he's a beefy boy. Uh, uh, for my assurance, I did it with the study of magic uh, in academia. So in my lore academia, I have assurance for that, but he has nice. become an expert in arcana. Ah, okay. Very cool. Uh, did you also get access to level two spells? Yes. Do no. you want to talk about no, your no, spells no. now? I did, uh, oh yes, I can, I can cast level two spells. Uh, and so I, I would like that to come up organically. If I was going to ask, do you want to talk about them now or do you just want to cast them and surprise me later? Yes, second one. Nice, sounds good to me. Well, if we're going to get the, if we're going to learn what those spells are, we're going to have to play some Pathfinder. So I say, now that we know all about these new ultra powered level three characters, we take them out for a drive. Vroom, vroom. All right. The half-orc, Yort, finds the slab marked with the Mother of Monsters sigil and grips the stone. It's heavy, but he is very strong. The Mother makes him strong. Veins bulge from the strain, but the stone slab shifts, revealing a staircase into darkness. 
at the bottom of the staircase, a long hall full of oddly carved pillars. Yort senses something off about the center of the chamber and decides to creep along the outer edge of the room. The mother's instincts are sharp, and Yort has learned to listen to them. Beyond the pillared chamber, the tomb. Yort raises the mother's unholy symbol like a ward in front of his face. He was warned that the warrior buried in this long, undisturbed chamber may rest fitfully. The mother of monsters nurtures living beasts, but holds no love for the undead. For the first time in years, York feels the blooming cold sensation of fear in his gut. He casts his gaze about the chamber, looking for the rat. He just needs the rat, and then he can leave. As his eyes find the prize in a small niche in the wall, he doesn't even notice the reaching darkness extending its long, slithering arm towards him. He doesn't notice until it pierces the place between his shoulder blades, reaching inside him to tear his life from his still-beating heart. Yort falls suddenly, dead, before he can even cry out to Lamashtu for aid, and just a few minutes after the light leaves his eyes, Waverly of Serenray arrives on Slab Hill and finds the barrow of Karsten Starhands open. You are all standing now at the bottom of the tomb of Karsten Starhands. Thee, you're examining this unholy symbol of Mashtu in the curled hand of a dead half-orc. Some of you are nursing wounds. Even where Waverly's divine power has healed you, the physical hurt, you may find it difficult to shake the psychic wounds of facing the terrible shadow that tore at your soul before it was destroyed by Serenray's holy fire. What do you guys do? I hate this. <laughs> this, this is not our our best work. Uh, I think, as a team, we all came to the incorrect decision to send Waverly in by herself first, which to to do diplomacy, which I I don't believe I would have ever said to do about a week ago. So let's never do that one again. <clears throat> Things everything, escalated. Everything turned out just fine, though. It very nearly did not. Waverly, well, your name. Yes, um, there were a few hiccups, but I think we were able to overcome them. I mean, the nice thing is that uh, it could have gone badly, but it didn't, I think, because we have learned to work together. Mm. There was good communication. Oh yes, which is on our list of rules. You, you've proven yourself to genuinely be a hero and leader, Grissel. I wouldn't say that. I feel like throughout our adventures, I was coming from a place that I thought I knew what we were supposed to be doing at every turn. And clearly, uh, with some lessons that we've learned together as a team, I was not making the correct decisions all the time. And I don't know everything there is to know about adventuring. It's kind of a wild place for me to be in right now, mentally. Uh, <laughs> I, think I, really... I think that awareness is what makes you qualified, Crystal. If anything, I think Waverly is the one who is taking note of our actions and leading us to make better decisions as a group. Mm. Oh, Our, our I... group uh, togetherness may be tested, though, Ingot senses these things are connected as we mentioned before this symbol and he's gonna look at the symbol near the barrow 
Uh, yeah, the holy sy the unholy symbol is uh, basically this medallion um, uh, that is currently uh, Fee has it. I believe you had taken it from the the body of this this dead half orc. Yep. It looks like uh, basically it looks like a an iron medallion in the shape of a snarling monster's face. Um, it's uh, clearly identifiable as a, a something that a worshiper of Lamashtu uh, would carry, much like. Uh, Waverly carries a, a symbol for Saren Ray. So either this was a uh, simply a pious person who worshipped Lamashtu or somebody who actually uh, was sort of a, a voice of her power, much like Waverly is for Saren Ray. Whatever brought them down here, though, uh, very clearly did not succeed because the bearer of that symbol now lies dead. At these feet. Uh, so okay. So wait. Uh, is it safe to assume that the the person who was holding like they this is probably theirs? I guess that's. Well, I mean, it was out. in their hand. So yeah. um, yeah. I mean, it, it, I I I guess it, if you would assume that, then sure, it would make a yeah. lot of sense. And would, good. this we're still. Are we inside this this chamber still? Yeah, you guys are still right where we picked up from last week, so you're still in that chamber where you fought the shadow. And there were doors, right, on either side? Have they they've opened? Uh, no, that was the the pillared room had doors on either side. There's no further area to go that you can tell uh, from where you're standing. It looks like this is the the end of the tomb. Got it. And you can be look, careful. Oh, sorry. Looking back, are the pillars like still active, or has everything sort of been no, disabled? No, it looks like uh, it looks like these efforts to destroy that trap by repeatedly blasting it with, with lightning, yeah, uh, was checking. successful, and it has been. Uh, you you don't notice anything that looks like it's going to be operable anytime soon. Hmm. Are we feeling more powerful now or uh, after we sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that in terms of uh, uh, regaining any spells, especially, you would definitely need to make daily preparations. So uh, you're basically in the same state that you were when we left off last week until you guys take a rest. Hmm. Uh, I will say, Fee, that you noticed that the half-orc, uh, obviously your, your eyes were drawn to this unholy symbol, but he does appear to have a couple of other uh, pieces of equipment. Um, I'm gonna look through note. it. A particularly fine uh, black leather belt, mm, fancy, and a and a with, from which dangles a pouch. Ooh. I'm looking inside. Yep, uh, you find there are three black opals in that pouch. Oh, interesting. That's good. Yes. good. I'm gonna take the whole belt and put it on my waist instead. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is my belt now. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, you had made a, uh, a you have a pretty solid perception. So let's say uh, there's also a, a, a sort of behind the sarcophagus, there's like a gap between the sarcophagus and the wall itself. And you notice that there is like this little niche in the wall um, and there is something glittering in there. It's difficult to tell exactly what it is in the shadows, but there's something. Waverly, you can still hear, correct? I can still hear? Yes. No, no, heal, heal. Oh, heal, yes. <laughs> do, you, do you know if you can heal a 
Never mind, we'll find out. And I'm just gonna reach my hand. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, you pull out a a a glittering figurine uh, of pyrite uh, in the shape of a rat. As you're doing that, I also will note that as soon as you put on that belt, um, the silver buckle uh, begins to glow, and you actually feel sort of a warmth spread throughout the, your body. Your maximum and current hit points are both increased by four. Let's go. Wow. Good call on the belt. Oh, Jeez, I was just please. being selfish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's put on all of these dead people's clothes. Come on, team. <laughs> learn something new uh, <laughs> if they put it in the book if we find dead people take their clothes so the smart choice would prob the reasonable choice would be to give this weird rat figurine to waverly or ingot but i'm gonna give it to gristle because mm. <laughs> i want to know what gristle does because i don't okay. want to touch it anymore <laughs> are you giving me garbage what is this thing i don't know i found it in a wall and it's i don't like it it looks like a cool, like, hamster toy. Wait, wait, wait. Is it like your dog? Oh, uh, no, my dog is much more interesting looking than this. Uh, I was oh actually God. going to, to remark that it, it kind of reminds you a little bit of of your dog figurine. It's about the same general size, uh, and there's a, there's a little bit of a tingle when you touch it. Um, uh, obviously, your dog is... is uh, much more precious to you, and this mm -hmm. is but it's, a rat. His, his but little foot it does broke have the same. Small <laughs> oh. It's made of soap. Um, <laughs> story for another time. Well, okay, maybe I can. If it is like my dog, then uh, do you want me to turn this on? Yes. Right. Okay, uh, I try to activate it the same way that I do with my dog. So, uh, basically, using the same basic process, you, you put it on the floor, you concentrate. Um, and uh, the the little statuette actually grows just a little bit to be about the size, maybe a little bit smaller than salmon. Uh, and the little statuette begins to move uh, and transforms into an approximation of a giant living rat. It looks up at you sort of expectantly. Um, wow. Uh, hello, little rat. What's your name? Can you talk? I don't think it's uh, it doesn't respond. Hmm. Okay. Uh, who wants to name this rat? Who was like a pet rat in this group? I feel like I already have a thing. Fee. Fee. What would you like to name this rat? One, two, three, go. Tilapia. Tilapia. <laughs> tilapia. I love it's it. It's like Sam and the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. A strong Sam fish name for this sturdy rat. Uh, <laughs> All right, Thee, well then, here you go. This little tilapia is yours. I hand Thee the figurine and I uh, instruct him on how to activate it. Sure. Uh, this figurine isn't quite as long lasting as the dog, so it can remain in its form. Uh, uh, you can use, you can activate it once per day and it will remain uh, uh, living for one hour at a time. Can I do tricks? Oh, no, this is growing on me. Uh, yes. And then I just put it in my shirt. Ta da! <laughs> it's a big rat. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably like a big. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, if that's comfortable for you, then. It's great. gone. It's like a hug. But 
and get its there initiative. There Okay. It sort of does that thing where it like climbs up out of the neck of your shirt, but then like drapes itself around your neck, so it's just sort of like on your shoulders now. Uh -huh. My God, this is accessory. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> he is like, like you haven't seen him smile like this probably ever. <laughs> oh, all he wanted was something to love. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Jim Jam, remind me, because in my notes I have that. Were you we looking for copper cap mushrooms, or did we find those mushrooms you, already? You uh, had found them. Uh, yeah, you you had come to Slab Hill specifically to get those, and when you got here, you found that one of the barrows was open. So the copper cap mushrooms you could you could easily grab uh, and return those to Magaloy back in mm -hmm. Otari. Well, this was on the way, right? We were going to grab these as a side stop. This is a little bit of a sidestep. So you had gone to, uh, this was close to Abanye's hut, which is right. we were making three deliveries. Uh, first to Magaloy's. Slab Hill was near Abanye's. So you guys were like, hey, this is an efficient route to travel. Um, there was one other delivery at the Giant's Wheel. Right, the lumber uh, processing. Back on the other side of town uh, and is the only remaining delivery that you have. Um, and then now there's this new, uh, you, again, you, you were getting those copper cat mushrooms, uh, so you'll want to return those to Magaloy so that she can make her, her special anti-venom brew. Perhaps we should return and rest up a bit before heading out on the final delivery. Yes, uh, on the way out, I believe we should seal this uh, barrow. Uh, we don't want anyone else coming down here and reactivating some uh, real spooky ghosts. Mm -hmm. are, are we done searching the room then? Kind of a. I think, I think so. The room, right? Yeah, we, we kind of searched it. I feel like. Yeah. I think so. Hopefully. We leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say that Ingot and Gristle could help to move the slab back uh, to block uh, sure. the barrow. Sure. Uh, you exit the barrow without any trouble. Uh, that trap. Uh, is well and truly destroyed, uh, not reactivating in the slightest. And when you get back to the top, I mean, uh, I would say, you know, yeah, you uh, helping Gristle out um, uh, would be no problem, especially with Gristle's assurance she can uh, easily perform this athletic task without without any any need for a check. I let, but I let Ingot help so that he, mm. he feels well, like Well, yeah, I mean, it's really to make him feel better. <laughs> yeah. Ingot loosened uh, it for you. <laughs> thank you for opening the pickle jar of, yeah. of bodies, graves. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Worst jar ever. Russell, like, like you, you can, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you can tell when you're carrying something between two people. Like, you're definitely <laughs> carrying it. And he's just kind of got his hands on it. Like, here we go. <laughs> Ingot is helping. <laughs> yes, Ingot, you are helping. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's uh, keep these mushrooms safe, and uh, I I grab the reins of my horse that's definitely still up there waiting for us. Pork chop. Mm. Yeah, pork chop's still around. Right. After they've put the slab back on, uh, Waverly is just gonna say a little prayer and um, do a little holy water uh, mm. on on top. Sure, 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 sure. All right. So you perform your little ritual, sort of consecrating the area. Hoping that, because uh, again, this is not the only tomb on Slab Hill. I mean, none of these have been opened in probably centuries, some of them, but uh, there are others, and you kind of hope that, that none of them contain such restless dead. 
as Karsten Starthands did. Yeah, I think we don't need to check all of these graves. I'm pretty sure we hit the one super haunted one, and we are donezo for this this mm. uh, ghost hunting adventure. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it would just be it would just be looking for trouble to try to start breaking into other ones. Um, We're not grave robbers. I imagine, yeah. I imagine with the, the resources you've already expended for the day, it would be quite dangerous to try something like that. Uh, so were you going to head back to complete uh, your delivery to Magloy, or did you just want to go back home and sort of deal with all of that tomorrow? I think we could use a, a little rest, uh, <laughs> you know, most of us almost died, and it was a little touch and go there for a bit. Again, sorry, Waverly. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's our bad, seriously. Oof. No, that's okay. I'm actually feeling quite fine. Oh, that might be a placebo. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. We have... Hmm. 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 Yes, the... We have no clue, necessarily, what exactly killed that orc in the corner, do we? I imagine it was the things that attacked us. I, I would think that, but there was also an open crypt. And do we think they let them out and then went down there and then it killed them down there? You do have a point. Otherwise, it's still out there. You know what? Never mind. Well, we closed the we closed the hole, so I feel like that was some that was something good we did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Jim, can I look and see if there are any other footsteps like leading up and out and away that aren't hey, ours? Ghostly footsteps? Sure, yeah, you can make a, <laughs> a survival check, anybody can, to see if like there might be anything else that had come out of there at any time soon. 19. Ooh. 19. 15. Yeah, I mean, going through everything, you're pretty confident that the only other sign of recent passage uh, were those footsteps that led you down into that barrow. And you're also fairly confident that there's definitely no, like there's nothing in the area that's like, uh-oh, here's like a clawed Tyrannosaurus Rex footprint or something like that. So <laughs> like, you, you don't have any reason to suspect that there is some other kind of like horrible creature that has come out of there. You would guess that that was the extent of it. Cool. Um, and you had, uh, I remember from last week, you had actually passed your religion check to identify the shadow so you would know too like a creature like that uh would not have been able to come out of there during the day it would have if it were going to leave like exit that space it would have had to wait for nightfall um in the sunlight a shadow is is either destroyed or severely weakened i do think we managed to um ensure the fact that nothing would come out of there um but I do have questions still. The orc in the corner, like you mentioned, why? Why did they open this crypt? Why this one specifically? I, I mean, it makes sense. If it, that is the mother of monsters, it, why else would a baby dragon be underneath Otari? Because for a baby to be there, it has to have been an egg. Indeed. And Inga, you mentioned the symbol. Uh, maybe you mentioned this to camera. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. On the on the body was the same as the one in the the dragon baby dragon area. Oh yes. The symbol of Lamashtu. Yes, mm -hmm. Lamashtu. <clears throat> so, do we know anything about the group that worships Lamashtu? Do, do they are they trying to just bring Lamashtu back? Do they need to 
kill a certain amount of people or things to get it? Do they, like, what do they desire? The Mashtu is the mother of monsters, which would explain the odd behavior of a dragon or the stinkweed shamblers. If uh, creatures would worship the Mashtu, but mostly it's non-sentient monsters. Uh, anybody who wants can try a religion check to see if there's any other deeper knowledge of the... I just rolled one. I got a 23. Oh, Ooh. oh yeah. All right, cool. So, um, you know, what, what Ingot was saying is true. Um, <clears throat> Lamashtu uh, is typically worshipped uh, not typically by humans. Uh, like uh, other sort of monstrous races like gnolls and hobgoblins tend to be the ones that gravitate towards Lamashtu's worship. Uh, she is incredibly unfriendly with all other religions, like almost every other deity is her enemy. Uh, even other evil deities, like she doesn't, she doesn't get along with anybody. Um, her worshippers typically revel in the destruction of uh, the destruction and perversion of things that are considered beautiful. Um, perhaps if there's some kind of of resurgence of worship of Lamashtu in the area. Uh, perhaps the destruction of a sort of civilized area like Otari somehow suits and pleases her, or, you know, that, that's a possibility, but even that seems a little far-fetched, but even still, regardless of the motives, um, a, a cult, if there is something like a cult of Lamashtu in the area, it certainly presents a threat to the general day-to-day going on, goings on of, of people. And and the increase in monster activity um, is certainly something that you could attribute. Another facet, actually, uh, now that you're thinking back to some of the conversations you had with the kobolds and their motives in the area, you know that uh, she tends to be sort of a, a patron f or matron figure to um, societies that are downtrodden. Uh, someone like Kobolds, who their society is sort of shunned and pushed aside, she is sort of somebody that they would gravitate towards to sort of rise up, kill all the humans in the area, which is something the Kobolds talked about a lot, and sort of like, now this is ours. You know, that's mm. something that Lavashtu would love to see happen. <laughs> Do you t tell us this, Waverly? Yes. All of it. I imagine we're like walking and talking. Yeah, we're probably like walking and yeah, then yeah, yeah, sure. We fade and then we fade back, and I'm still talking. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, maybe we're because we're heading back to our headquarters to do right. a rest mm -hmm. before delivering the mushrooms. Um, okay. Um, well, if we find any more signs that people are worshiping, people or creatures or monsters are worshiping Lamastu, we need to destroy it. Every time we've seen this symbol. It spells destruction for this town. I will not stand for it. Perhaps we could tell people we are monster hunters that could lead to other jobs of people in distress. Are you brainstorming a new name for our group? Because I kind of like that one. We haven't had one yet. <laughs> uh, we're still working on it. And hunters doesn't necessarily mean we have to kill them. Hmm. We're searching. We're solving mm -hmm. mysteries, even about monsters. That's excellent. Yes, I like that. 
But most yeah. of all, we're helping the innocent people of this town. Monster hunting and healing. <laughs> and helping. <laughs> and helping. Hunting, Kid, healing, and helping. <laughs> market it as a monster removal service. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, eight. I think as... As we filter into our respective areas, uh, sure. Ingrid is going to be yeah. mulling this over and pulling out his his crystals and things like that and going over his uh, spells. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Um, you guys at this point uh, have, have sort of reached the headquarters, uh, giving your, yourselves time to sort of split off from one another and rest, recover. It's been, you know, it's really probably only about you know three in the afternoon, but boy, has it been a day. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, can we talk about how we level up uh, in in story mode? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I love that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so what does I think it during feel like to level up <laughs> during my break, I'm just doing like a lot of stretching. I'm just focusing on stretching because <laughs> I want to be more stealthy, like B. Uh, I got pretty wrecked a couple of times during this little <laughs> adventure, and I feel like I'm very sore. Um, and then my stretching, which uh, Michelle, the player as an adult, realized that if you don't do that like every other day, your body's gonna just fall apart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's why my athletics went way up because I'm more flexible, mm. I think. Nice. Um, yeah, that's one thing. And I guess maybe I'm like having a lot of protein shakes and that's why my hit points went up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta get those protein shakes. They're like a fish blend, <laughs> pack full of vitamin C. Calcium? One of those things. I know what you mean. The good oh, stuff. fish oil? Yeah. yeah, like fish oil? Yes, yeah. and my hair is glistening because of the fish oil. <laughs> <laughs> the skin looks great. I, I'm realizing that Thee and Gristle are probably rubbing off on each other because Gristle is trying to sneak and like there, there's probably the probably one moment when Gristle is sneaking around that you see Thee just talking to the like little rat statue. Like, okay, Delapia. We are going to make friends and we're going to be helpful. And it's not even like he's turning it into the rat. He's talking specifically to the statue for <laughs> itself. And then like, he'll do like a flip and then like, okay, you do it. <laughs> okay, you know what? You can't do it now, but when you're good, when you're ready, when you're not a, when you're a rat rat. And then he's like, he's, he's practicing his acrobatics and his wordplay, which is probably why those ones are going to go up the most, but like specifically, it's seeing Gristle leaning off on Thee, and then him like, the hit points increasing, because he's trying to be more durable to stick, uh, like, to keep up with Gristle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ingot has retreated into his, like, mind palace with his crystals, and he's reflecting on not only the time that he couldn't save Waverly, but also back when he was turned to stone from the basilisk, uh, mm-hmm. and reflecting on what that felt like to be one with stone. And as he is in perfect stillness, if you were to look close, you could see his skin sort of crystallize a little bit as bits of magic are sort of reinforcing his toughness. Mm, nice. Ooh. I had to imagine that was such a different experience for Ingot to actually right? become stone, like in a way, like terrifying, but maybe for him, there's like an almost like, like oh, that's uh, what that's like. Positive aspect yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Ingot was able to like touch his God. It more because you <laughs> exactly. It. <laughs> I, I imagine that this is a lot of uh, like if you were to 
ping one of the crystals, there was a resonance that would reverberate throughout the stone floor and then up through ingot as well. Yeah. Very cool. Um, no, Waverly. I Waverly. wanted to say one thing. I wanted to, yes. but before you get going, as, as you're like, you know, in your room and you, because um, you remember when uh, the, the shadow was reaching into you and it very nearly killed you. I mean, it was an overwhelming surge of negative energy. Oh, no. um, and when you when that happened I mean you didn't really you fell unconscious but your friend noticed like your skin became very pale and sunken and your eyes uh, you basically just these huge black uh, rings around your eyes your hair losing most of its color and uh, that that experience even though you survived it you came so close to death and so close to having your essence drained away and basically like you know as you're sort of like washing your face in this bowl of water and you look at your reflection you notice that there is this big streak of white in your hair that even after like restoring yourself and calling upon Saren Ray to, to sort of revitalize you like there's still just this now platinum white streak of hair uh that doesn't seem to have gone away. It's so cool. cool. I'm gonna have to buy one on Amazon this week. <laughs> Katie, no. Man, that's awesome. I'm gonna be like Rogue. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, after being a little terrified at the um, at the the hair that won't that won't go back. Um, Waverly remembers that in her bag all along, because she likes to carry a lot of books with her. She likes to always be learning when she's not writing or taking notes. So um, she realizes that she finally has time to finish the copy of the Arts of Advanced Magical Medicine that is in her bag. And so she finally finishes it um, and has has just completed it. And so her, her knowledge of medicine um, is just so much better so much greater because of that and she feels very confident in her in her uh medical abilities um having finished the book finally mm -hmm. very cool <laughs> very cool uh well if there is nothing else that you guys wanted to do before heading off to sleep uh the nights are i mean you're safe snuggled in your own beds which is probably a great relief after the trials of the day you wake up the next morning feeling a lot better, you know, uh, get way more in tune, <laughs> finally understanding the last few bits of incantation he couldn't quite get right before unlocking new spells. Waverly, whether it's because of your new confidence or because your experience with the shadow somehow actually brought you closer to Saren Ray, you find it easier to call upon her powers and you find a, an expanded uh, depth of power when you when you uh, commit to your morning prayers the rest of you feeling much more much better uh you know uh, uh, actions committed more readily to muscle memory tougher the scars providing a little bit uh, a little bit more character to each of you you still have despite the fact that there's the worry of the cult of Lamashto. It is just another day of work. You do have a couple of chores, sort of, to uh, to finish up. So what do you do? Load up the horse, and... These mushrooms are starting to smell. Oh, yes, we must um, take those immediately. Should we taste one? Do we have extra? 
I did I just, grab like, quite a few. It's been like lick it. Well, wait a second. Um, let me do a, a quick check to make sure that they're not poisonous first. <laughs> if you look at you keep look it, you don't put it back in the bag. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 23. 23. Uh, they wouldn't make you sick or anything, but these are not cooking much. Like, it'll have an extremely bitter taste, and uh, he's unlikely to enjoy the experience if he eats one. But it won't harm him. Well, um, I've discovered that they're not going to hurt you, but... Um, oh, I don't want them. They will not taste good. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's one more mushroom that the... Whatever her name is, lady can make... Uh, the druid can make you a potion for poison. That's why we're doing this? Okay. Yes, she is. She has a, a, a an enhanced antidote formula that she's been working on that she needs to use for, so... And yeah, Thief, if, actually, everyone, if we didn't know this was a rule, in, in the headquarters, if you lick something in the kitchen, you don't, that you're, that's yours. You don't put it back where it was and let someone else eat that. Uh-oh. Ingot, don't look so surprised that this is a new rule for you. This is Ingot's bothering gonna me. Ingot's going to just disappear for a second and then come back. <laughs> are you holding food? Nope. <laughs> Do, are, your, are your pockets bulging? <laughs> They're just all in his mouth. <laughs> <It's> in. <laughs> Ah, yes. I see that. that Does that rule only apply to food? (laughs) Don't lick the furniture or anything. What are you you three licking in the house? (laughs) It's a valid sense. Well, I do think we should get these copper cat mushrooms um, over to them. And and we do have another task. We do have one more delivery um, that we need to do. um, And that is to go to the... um, Giant's, giant's wheel. wheel. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, yes. The giant's wheel is sort of on the far side of Otari from where all your travels the previous day had taken you. So um, you make your way into the city or the town. It's not really a city, but you make your way into the town proper. Uh, you find Magaloy's, which you had visited just yesterday. She's excited to see. She seems a little bit relieved to see you. I mean, when you didn't return yesterday, she was like, oh, I was. I was worried that maybe you'd gotten lost or something had happened. I know that things have been kind of crazy around here. I was the the city, the the town guard. They were they were talking all about a cobalt army marching through the woods, and I thought to myself, "Oh goodness, what's uh, what's happening?" But um, but uh, it's, it's fine. You're here. You're safe. Uh, oh, and I, I see you have uh, all a whole bunch of copper cat mushroom, which is fantastic. As promised, uh, it's going to take me you know the day to to brew my batch of. Of special anti-venom, but uh, you return in the morning, and uh, there's one for each of you that I will set aside. That is so very mm. kind of you. She, you mentioned it's... an army of kobolds marching through the forest, because this is news to us. Yeah, there was something that the some of the constables were running around, and they were talking about they had to go stop oh. an army of kobolds, <laughs> and we were all very concerned. They kept telling us to stay indoors, and 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 this was official, uh, you know, official monster hunter business, and you know, we yep. all were kind of worried for a minute, but I mean, I guess I guess it all turned out all right. Yep, definitely, probably they are gonna take care of that, and it's gonna be fine. <laughs> Never mind. Didn't. Uh, thank you for the information. We'll see you in the morning. <laughs> I'm like pushing everyone out the door. <laughs> but wait, that was... <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I don't know if this is just all the adventure that's happening. I completely forgot that happened. <laughs> Do you think they found them? Do you think they're going to be okay? Oh, I Perhaps think they're, we can... f- they're fine. Uh, yes, you think so? Positive. 
There was only like what okay. six kobolds? I mean, three. Three? Wow, I really don't remember. Okay, well, uh, maybe we should check in with the constables later. And... No, he said that he was absolutely positive that they were fine. Oh. Yeah, I, to I told them to run away. Oh, well, that's good of you, but hopefully that doesn't come back to haunt us no, later. No, 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 no. They, they, they are... mm. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> they did say we'll come back stronger. Well, that's not what uh, we want to hear. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, at least. <laughs> it's just good communication. I just, I just, yeah, I just mean that maybe you should have told us that they're going to strengthen our numbers for revenge against probably the four of us specifically, because they know all of our faces. Oh, no, 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 no. I told them a group of other adventurers killed their baby dragon. Oh, good. Oh. But that's not true. It was definitely us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. lie to all of you. I lied to them. Oh, well, that's but not very good. Do you no, think no, they'll no. figure it out? Because there's only one band of adventurers in this town, then it's us? Eh. Man. <laughs> or that they'll kill four innocent people who look like a bad party? They only know of three adventurers. <laughs> three. Uh, yes, yes, of course. And the healer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, never mind. Uh, okay, just this is a thing that we'll hopefully we'll never talk about again, but keep it on the back burner. <clears throat> the we were giant's just wheel? Like, yes, she's like lifting this this like rattling metal package in her hand. Yes, we must um, deliver this, whatever okay. it is, to the wheel. To the wheel. And Gristle, let me just assure you that if there's one thing that Pathfinder has taught me is that there are never negative consequences for the <laughs> rash actions of adventurers. So you do uh. not have to worry about any of your actions or your allies' actions coming back later to oh, haunt no. you. Cool. Oh, no. Only three episodes <laughs> to get that settled in. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as I had mentioned, the Giant's Wheel uh, is a little bit outside of Otari, and you have to go back on the Granary Road, but you're actually traveling on the opposite side. Basically, through you go through Otari onto the uh, to the eastern side of the town and moving uh, on the opposite way up the Granary Road. And um, uh, it should be a relatively simple and, and pleasant journey. You can actually uh, sort of see... The, this giant lumber mill, which is what the giant's wheel is, uh, from the town. I mean, it's distant, but you can you can really see. I mean, it's a huge, major sort of. It's one of the only major industrial sites, really, in all of Otari. Um, it's certainly the the biggest employer, and the biggest uh, lumber is the biggest sort of export in the town. As you're moving, um, however, you walk past a farmstead that catches your eye because the fence around the small cornfield looks like it has been recently burned and ready to crumble. And that, I mean, sure, maybe there was a brush fire or something. However, in the middle of this field, just beyond the fence, you catch sign of, uh, you catch sight of the smoking corpses of a cow and two pigs that are just lying there. And they're, and they're still smoking. Like you can see they've been just charred to a crisp and they're just lying there. Um, and they've been mostly torn apart. I mean, what little flesh remains on their bones uh, is charred, but a lot like, like these bodies have been like ripped open uh, as if they've been eaten. Oh. You don't see anyone nearby. And this isn't sort of, you know, this is, these are prime working hours if you're on a farm and you don't see anyone in the fields or near the farmhouse. 
And this is outside of the giant's wheel, like yeah. Area? You guys haven't. You, you guys are basically like on the road towards the giant's wheel, and you haven't quite gotten there yet. And you got it. passing this farmstead that like, <laughs> just this catches your eye, and little hairs in the back of your neck go up. Hmm. We must and see if there's anyone still at this farm who needs our help. Oh yes. It looks super bad. I can't imagine what creature could do this. I ingot good. This looks like maybe dragon. Baby dragon? Another one. Fire, burning, claws. Oh no. Do we know of any other monsters that, uh, beasts that use claws and fire? Could I make a survival check? Uh, I would allow a, uh, Arcana would be great. Oh, okay. Uh, nature yeah. would be great. Occultism, because those are sort of the, the, how you identify monsters. So anybody who's got oh. any of those skills trained, you can make I a check. Occultism. I'm an expert in Arcana now. Get Ooh. it, nerds. <laughs> 19. 19, okay. 27. Okay, Ooh. in Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know that while dragons are certainly famous for breathing fire and tearing creatures apart, um, they're by no means the only creatures capable of employing fire. In fact, honestly, I mean, taking a look at now, just, now these have been ripped apart, but Waverly and Ingot both can can summon flames and spray them about willy-nilly. Um, you know, you guys could have theoretically done something like this. Now, again, the state of the body suggests that there is some kind of predator at work here, um, but there are there's a huge variety of beasts that would be capable of uh, employing magical fire of some kind and would use that as a means to hunt down prey animals like this. Um, but there's nothing that you're seeing in the area that points you to a particular, like, this is for sure. Like, there's the, the, the answers are so varied that it's difficult to say, like, what specifically it could be. I'd, I'd like to listen to the area around us to see if I can hear any, like, animals, specifically, like, birds or something of the sort, for the sure. intensive purpose of trying to get a gauge of how long ago this might have been. Because like if, sure. if if birds are if there's nothing around, it's probably relatively recent. If like birds have come mm -hmm. back, then yeah. they came. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a. I would allow either perception or nature for something okay. like this. Uh, let's do perception. Sure. Ooh. That is twenty-four. Ooh. Twenty-four. Uh, you don't really hear the sounds of, of any birds. And like, as you're looking at the sky, you don't even see like uh, carrion birds circling overhead, which, uh, you know, a, a corpses like this would attract that kind of creature pretty quickly, but you don't see anything like that uh, in the area. Uh, I will say with a perception check though, uh, looking around at the ground too, you do notice uh, a couple sets of canine footprints. Mm. Right, I'm gonna, gonna pass all of that information along. Sure. Uh, did, did they look, so they're canine shaped, did they look like normal dog size? <laughs> As you're looking at, you, had, you said what, oh. like a 24 perception? Yes, 
damn it, Jim Shaver. As you're looking at it, you you it seems to you like at first you're like okay, like a big dog or a wolf maybe, which aside from the burning makes sense, but there is one set. Like you sort of identify there there were a couple creatures, but there is one set that looks particularly large. Not only that, but you notice that there are like traces of soot in the footprints, which is weird. Like, and they're not present in any of the other ones. So there's one set that's larger and there's these like traces of ash and soot in the footprints. Like it's like trailing ash or something. Gabe out of character thinking like hellhounds and saying- Hellhound, it has to be. <laughs> the in character is like, oh, there seems to be a flaming dog. That's yeah, really strange. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's like a baby dragon, but like a baby dragon dog. I don't really know anything about animals, so I'm uh, just well, kind of spitballing here. I, I would say with, with sort of like what you know about what, now that you're noticing these specific traits, uh, if somebody wanted to roll a religion check. Uh, I would like to get, activate my dog salmon to help sure. me track things. Sure. A six. Uh, yeah, I mean, when 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 Thea is describing what he's seeing, uh, you certainly know about hellhounds, um, flaming abyssal canines, often summoned by uh, to serve as evil servants uh, for powerful clerics. Um, sometimes they simply escape into the material plane through some means, but a hellhound certainly could be responsible for the carnage that you see before you, and would leave a trail very similar to this. I have read many books about creatures, um, especially ones of the evil types, and it's very possible that this, these tracks could be from hellhounds. Hellhounds? More than one? Perhaps. It are um, dogs and hares? Well, I think that we need to be very cautious upon approaching Okay, well... Stand at the ready, and I'll raise my shield. I mm. think it couldn't help to have a little more help. I activate Salmon. Uh, I'd like to yep. instruct Doggy to uh, smell the tracks to see mm -hmm. if they can track it. Track sure, the, yeah. The, dogs. yeah. Um, <laughs> the dog uh, catches a scent very easily and seems to be very uh, excited by it like there's a you know it's just start like following around uh leads i mean th this would uh, starts moving forward occasionally stopping just to like look back at you to see if you're following but like heading straight deeper into the farmstead there uh, on this farm there's like the main farmhouse there's this really large barn where you imagine that's probably where the livestock would have been kept when it wasn't burnt to a crisp uh and then there's also like uh, a couple like storage shed type buildings um and the dog, I mean, beelining for, for these three buildings. Well, it seems our culprit is in w this, points to whatever building, the, to this building. Mm. Are we ready to face this thing? Do we have to face this thing? Well, don't you think we should figure out if the farmers inside are okay? And technically we are monster hunters now. Right, monster, hunter, f finder, helper, and healers? Helpers and healers. <laughs> healer, I mean, singular, so healer and helpers and, and friends. Ingot's going to use his cantrip to also raise his magical shield. 
Sure. So Waverly and Ingate can sort of be the front lines, yeah. <laughs> As we slowly Can we pre-draw weapons or is that too much? No, you can pre much? yeah, you can you can walk forward with your weapon drawn. Just keep in mind which weapon you want to draw and not the fire fine. one. Not Free the sword, fire. activate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an ice one, right? That's a... No, he, you don't he have has an ice sword. knife. Someone has an ice knife here. Electric. Oh, electric. Yeah, we've got we've got lightning and fire so far. Uh, okay. Um I take up my great sword. It's great. It's great. great sword in hand as you make your way forward. Uh, is anybody else doing anything as they go forward? We got shields up from Waverly and Ingot. Uh, as you creep forward, Fee, is there anything that you want to be doing? I want to stealth. Yeah. Stealthing. Heck yeah, that's right. So you sort of peel off from the group, uh, keeping to where you uh, hope that you can be out of sight. It's a little bit difficult with the big open field, but you're an expert at maintaining a low profile. Uh, give me a stealth roll, if you don't mind. Just hide behind the charred cow. <laughs> or do you want to do it so I don't know what it is? Ooh. Ah, you're right. You know what? That could be a secret roll. So what's Aww. your new stealth bonus now that you're level three? 11. More. <laughs> only, only because like it would be obvious to you how well you're doing. I'm going to give away the secret roll because it was a nat 20. Yeah. <laughs> Like in broad daylight, in in an open field, like the just vanishes. As I imagine. I mean, this guy, uh, he is creeping. It's his new belt. No one's gonna see. Ah! <laughs> well, uh, lost him. The rest of you, uh, as you're making your way forward, as you're getting closer to the farmhouse, the dog is leading you along. Um, and you are about to pass by one of the sheds and you can see that the door to the shed is open. And now that you're getting closer, you can hear like a snarling and growling and yapping sounds coming from inside. And as you listen more carefully, you hear the wet ripping sound of tearing flesh. And it's at this point that Salmon uh, sort of like starts growling and oh. barks and all of a sudden the sounds from inside the shed stop and moments later, a hound bursts out of the shed, hairless, ah! with coal black flesh, veins of molten red running across its hide. It howls and its whole body bursts into flames. Loping along behind it are two wolves, jaws bloody from a recent meal. Oh, and hell. time to roll initiative. Oh, oh sorry about my doggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. Ooh. Oh yeah, that increased too. Oh my god. The perception uh, bonus. Twenty nine. Oh well. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Okey dokey. Wait, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Sorry, I can't math. Twenty eight. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> Hello. 24. 24, all right. 19 for Ingot. 19 for Ingot. All right, Waverly, I mean, I think it's no surprise that you react first. This, uh, what you what you clearly recognize uh, with your previous check rolling over to be a hellhound, bursts out of the shed, two wolves at its side, uh, and this thing, uh, you know that this is a creature uh, literally from the pits of hell, evil as evil can be, and it certainly does not belong on this world. 
it needs to be removed. Mited, you... even. <laughs> Smited. Smote. Um, how many feet away do you think uh, Ingot and I are from these creatures? Uh, I would say you guys are 25 feet away uh, from the shed as they burst out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Waverly has her shield raised, and she yep. is going to cast because she was ready for this. She saw the, the, the footprints and, and she had a thought that it could be hellhounds and she she does not like evil creatures. And so she is going to shoot her hand out as fast as she can, almost crossing over Ingot. Uh, mm. And she's going to cast Sound Burst. Ooh. Sound Burst. Sound Burst, which uh, will cover a 10 foot burst area. Sure. And your creatures will get a, or creature, if I can hit more than one, I'd like to. Um, oh yeah, they're 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 clumped <laughs> up, just bursting out of the air. I would say that in a ten foot burst like that, you could hit uh, one of the uh, either both of the wolves or the hellhound and one of the wolves. Hellhound and one of the wolves. Sure. And uh, you will get a fortitude save. <laughs> fortitude save. All right, from the hellhound. Ooh. All right, we're looking at a 22. A 22 is going to be a success. Okay. Not a critical success. Oh, okay, okay. So you'll take half damage. All right, and then the wolf is coming in with a dirty 20. Okay, that will also take half damage then. All right. Bummer. <laughs> uh, but you're about to get hit with 2d10 damage. Yeah. Yikes. Right now. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> Here we go. What does it sound like, Katie? Well, not great. Uh, <laughs> the total is eight, so four for your creatures taking half points of damage. Right. Huzzah. Alright. Maybe you were a little too eager. And this is a power you've never called upon before, so mm. it just, you couldn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the most impressive showing of your magic, but still effective, this burst of sound erupting in the midst of this wolf pack, and they, you know, the, the hellhound and one of the wolves both shaking their head, uh, shrugging off some of the effects of this magic, but still, you see, like, a little bit of blood trickling out of one of the wolves' ears as the burst subsides. And I'm, uh, I'm also going to use my move action to yep. move backward yeah uh about 15 feet 15 feet backwards all right so you blast them with sound uh and then you back up 15 feet that puts you 40 feet away from these creatures and we move on to these turn you are hidden my friend i would say that since you have to uh well no i mean I would I would put you probably closer to 35 feet away mm-hmm. uh, since you sort of keep to yourself when you're stealthing yep. but um, but you're still rel- you're still within like 10 feet of your companions 35 feet away from these creatures All right. and you are um, unnoticed so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a sh- I'm gonna pull out my short bow and take a shot uh, I'm gonna move I'm gonna move five feet closer and then okay. just take a shot at uh, Probably the wolf on like the left side, not sure. going for the hellhound. That thing scares the hell out of me. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Take take an initial shot at them. All right. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> no. The little ones. He's got a big uh, furry collar. Nineteen to hit. 
19 against a wolf is a hit. Alright. And that is... And they are they flat-footed because they're unaware of my presence? Ooh. Yes, because because uh, you are hidden. Um, they are flat-footed. Or, and you rolled stealth for initiative and they haven't gone, so they're, uh, yep. that's another reason. Awesome, okay. Uh, so that is seven points of piercing damage. Nice. Alright. Now they know you're there. <laughs> now they're yep. quite aware and they're unhappy. Although Worth it's still it. your turn. You have two uh, more actions left. Uh, we're just we're just gonna crit fish. It's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. That's a sixteen total. Is it sixteen? Yep. Sixteen is a hit. Oh nice. hell yeah. For six piercing damage. Six points of damage, right? This wolf is now peppered with arrows, bleeding from one of its ears. Not looking good. It's like uh, it's trying to. It's like scrabbling to stay upright, but it is still upright. Yeah. Um. And actually, you I'm got gonna, one action left. I'm gonna use my action to go like to the left, maybe like twenty feet. Okay. Uh, just so that we're not all compressed together, because that has gone wrong. Up. <laughs> yep, you don't well, want to be clumped up. Unless someone casts protection. Mm. That, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's true. I feel like we're, we're uh, getting into a groove. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if they're going to go first. Right. Uh, well, let me ask you this. The Oh, no, no, never mind. It's fine. It's all good. That's actually works for me. Um, and at this point, the, the hellhound reacts. Uh, it sees... Oh. Waverly, it sees our good friend Ingot, and it sees our good friend Gristle all approaching the shaft. It is going to charge forward almost until it's right in front of uh, uh, Ingot, mm -hmm. who is at the front of the group at this point. Um, and when it gets there, uh, it opens its jaws, and you think to yourself, "Oh, here comes, here comes those teeth!" And yeah. you can see this like flame uh, bubbling up in like inside this creature. But instead of coming down after it, it opens its jaws and biting you, it just inhales deeply, and a gout of of molten ash <laughs> and flame just erupts from inside of it. And I need a reflex save from yeah. all three of our friends oh. over in that area of the okay. woods. Uh, this is not... Thee, Thee wisely managed to get out of the way. <laughs> 19. <laughs> 19, that is a success. 21. Oh, 21 is a success oh. as well. 16? 16 is a failure. No. All right, so those of you who succeeded, you're going to take half of this damage, and Ingot, you're taking it all. That's fine. Oh, no, that's some oh, sixes. No. Uh, <laughs> no. 10, 16, 19 points Ouchies. of fire damage is the full 10 oh. points to those who passed their save. Now I have to roll a 1d4 to see how long it'll be before I can use this breath weapon again. Oh, and that answer. is a 1. <laughs> So it's got a one round cooldown this time as it blasts you all with fire. And that was just, that was one action to move, one action to breathe that flame. It does have one action left. And now what? the jaws come in and try to bite. Uh, Ingot, this yes. is 
bad start to the day for you, my friend. That's fine. Well, I will say that Ingot has been taking this all with a concentrated face, and it's just thing after thing. He's got his shield up, and he's protecting his friends. Aww. Just protecting his friends. He's tougher now. He's mm-hmm. a tough guy. He knows what it is to be stone, mm-hmm. and that's where he, he puts himself back in that mode. Yes. Come the stone. And it must have worked because honest, I'm, I'm honest with my rolls. I rolled natural one. Oh, so that's not going to hit. On that attack comes in <laughs> and just whiffs. You just all bounces off this magical shield that you have conjured in front of you and like shaking its head in confusion, not quite understanding the energy that repelled it. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of its turn. Uh, the other wolves go on a separate initiative, so at this point, Ingot, it is your turn. So Ingot is going to take this magical shield, and I imagine this burst of fire and ash was coming at him and the rest of them. He tries to deflect it, but gets sort of overwhelmed and manages to sort of knock a lot of it out of the way, and then comes back up with the trusty ray of frost crystal that he snaps into this thing's jaw. (laughs) Yep, that'll do it. Uh, Go ahead and make your spell attack. Yeah. Oh, natural 20. Okay, okay. Okay. Everyone calm down. (laughs) (laughs) As Andrew's throwing papers in the air. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Fantastic. So a critical success. I, well, yeah. I would assume that would be a critical success, right? Yeah, oh yeah, if it's yeah, a oh, yeah, spell, it's, it's, oh, yeah it's, it's definitely a critical success. Uh, if uh, the, the spell will tell you if uh-huh. there's an additional effect for a critical success, otherwise yes. it's just two, otherwise just double the damage dice. It is the target takes double damage and takes a 10 foot status penalty for its speed for one round. And then that is seven doubled is 14 cold. 14 points of cold damage. Yeah, you basically just like... You uh, spat fire and I spat ice back. <laughs> with an ice crystal and this like uh, ray of frost hits it right under the chin, blooms cold across its body. You actually see steam rising as some of its, uh, its blackened skin like cracks and like leaks some of this molten magma of its own blood. And uh, not only does it take double damage, and is now moving slower as its its whole body is like seizing up from the cold, but it has a weakness to cold Yay. and will take an additional five points of damage because yes. of that. Uh, so Ingot stands his ground. Yeah, that is a that is a fantastic hero moment for Ingot. Like just get blasted with flames and then just respond in kind with a ray of freezing energy. And then uh, Ray of Frost is only a two-action spell, yep. so for the final action, I'm going to cast phys- uh, uh, Protective Ward uh, as a one-action spell. All right. So Currently, everyone... <laughs> you and Gristle are in that bubble. Waverly had moved a little bit back, so she's just outside of it, but uh, when you ex- if she stays where she is and you expand it a little bit more, you'll be able to catch her later. Yep, so it's plus one to your AC, Gristle. Yay! I mean, my... AC's 20 already, so... Yeah. yeah. Gristle, I don't need a higher AC. No, I, I might for these, these things. <laughs> yeah, and then he just stands there with his, his magical shield just ready for the next thing. Magical shield. Up! A really good turn for Ingot. Uh, really, you know, it's not often that you see a wizard just like trade blows right. with a with a hellhound, but uh, but ah. Ingot, Ingot is that wizard. <laughs> uh, Gristle, 
it is your turn. What do you do? Inspired by the actions of my wizard friend Ingot, I rush forward to attack the Hellhound. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have my greatsword, but okay. it's pretty dope, and it's not on fire. It won't help him. It won't he accidentally heal him <laughs> when I hit him. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to do a power attack first, so that's two actions. Sure. Uh, so if it hits, great. If it doesn't, wah. Okay, that is a... 13 plus 10, 23 to hit. 23 does it. That is a hit. Excellent. And then I'm going to roll my d12 twice. That's, that's 10. Yes. Plus Gosh. 8. Uh, that's 18. And then plus my strength is 19, 20, 21 total. And that is the damage wow. I do. 21 points of damage. This thing nearly frozen in place as you step up and just huge overhand chop. Uh, you hit it right on the back of its neck and its frozen skin like shatters as yeah. in liquid nitrogen. And mm -hmm. as it does, uh, the head, again, the head shatters, the body falls apart into a heap of ash. Uh, this thing dead. C -c -c combo <laughs> I am very excited that this worked because it looked very well. Um, as an uh, my last action, um, I'm gonna try brutish shove because I hit it already and now I can brutish shove it. Is that correct? Uh, it's dead. It exploded. Oh, I'm sorry. It, I just it, thought it's like it's died. So, it, but there's oh, still a mind. wolf you, left, right? You can't you can't shove it because it is dead. However, <laughs> okay. uh, there is another wolf, but. It is not. Uh, it's not up in up in melee with you. So unfortunately, okay. uh, there are no creatures that can do that. But uh, um, otherwise, can I, can I use my extra action to? I uh, uh, no, that's not enough. I don't have enough. Um, okay, I just say where I am. I'm good for now. Same okay. production. <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, sort of as a suggestion, if you wanted to, you could use your extra action to close the distance between you and one of the wolves because you have that reaction. Um, oh, right. Uh, oh, the yes. attack of opportunity, which means that if they move, you put yourself in a position where they're sort of boxed in because yeah, of what yeah. you've done. So. I do that thing. Sure, yeah, you just rush up. <laughs> can after, I? After... Can I do like a backflip on the way? Just because like, I just sure, like yeah. I backflip because I have yeah. really sweet athletics now from all that cool stretching I did earlier. <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah. you do like a tumble routine uh, and come up right in front of this other wolf that is so cool. peppered with arrows, bleeding from its ears, not having a good day at all. And that was your third action. We move on to the wolf's turn. They see the hellhound just literally shatter and become ash, blowing away in the breeze. And they both, yelping, flee. Yes. Now, if you want to, you can make an attack of opportunity against the one as it, as it moves away from you. Yes. All right, take your <laughs> swing. Um, is it an auto hit or no? No, you have to attack. Oh, I see, I see, okay. Uh, cool. That is a one. Jeez. Uh, four. Four. Uh, I shave its hair a bit by its butt. No, with, with a one, you're definitely not going to hit. Although you should be adding more than three because you're. you're oh, I'm just, sorry. I, th I thought you said not attack. to roll to hit. I just auto hit. Never mind. I'm. No, 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 no. You're. Yeah. Sorry. You're making an attack. So. Okay. I was rolling my damage. Sorry. That's gotcha, a nine no plus ten. So that's nineteen. 19 is a hit. Okay. So now the damage that you dealt was one plus three, so four points of damage. Yes. 
All right, this wolf, uh, as it's <laughs> fleeing, you just uh, cut along its flank. It's a graze, but this creature, which was already very badly wounded, just tumbles to the side uh, and doesn't make it. However, its wolf buddy just takes off, tearing uh, across the field uh, and disappearing into some brush, using all three of its actions to get away. Uh, if you intend to chase it down, you can. If we, otherwise, we are out of combat. It is up to you, Waverly, since you're the you would be the next to go. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna rush to Ingot, seeing that this wolf ran away, mm -hmm. and um, treat wounds. <laughs> as soon as like he yeah. lets the defenses down, he is hurt. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'll help. I'll help you. Um and. Uh, is anyone else injured? No, just I us. Think, yeah, I think yeah. Fee, Fee was okay. he didn't he didn't clump I... up. He, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, then yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, I lost ten HP. I just forgot. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, so then I'm gonna treat wounds on both Gristle and Ingot at the same time. Okay. With my hands. Uh, so the wolf flees. You immediately rush to your companions with your healer's kit uh, out bandages and burn salves at the ready and be good treating your companions uh ingot and gristle you notice that waverly seems to be able to equally divide her atten attention administrations to both of you uh, she seems to have gotten much more efficient in her in her treatment um and she is able to treat both of you in the same 10 minute period with the same check what does that heal check look like 26. Ooh. 26, which is a critical success, which is going to get everybody 4d8 hit points back. Wow. 4d8. Holy moly. I wish moly. I got hit. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well like at this point. It feels like a win just to get this much. Okay, hang on. We need to find 4d8. <laughs> that plasticky sounds of die being rustled. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Four, eight, 14, plus eight, 22. Good Lord. Back to full. I'm yeah, back I to, I only need are, a 10, so. Are, I think you're all better. Yay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Uh, so she's treating wounds, and 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 so that you know again it takes ten minutes. Um, and even though she's very efficient at it and able to treat both of you at the same time, uh, it still takes a little bit of time. So while that's happening, uh, Fee, you're looking around. You don't see any other signs of danger, but then you hear like this squealing of of hinges behind you, and you look and you see the barn door is being shoved open and two terrified looking women are now standing in the doorway uh, and they're looking around. Is, are, are they gone? We, we saw it. that was, thank you for, for coming. I, uh, I, I, your friends hurt, oh. Oh, you, you've been saved by the monster hunter trio, the bravest uh, adventurers ever. And the healer. And the healer. She, she uh, talks oh. about herself in third person. We don't know why. Ignore that. She's he's she's part, part of our of group. Don't, he's just talk, he's got. We hope you're doing okay. He is part of our group though. Just so we are all on the same page. Damn it. <laughs> are you injured? Uh, he's directing it at these women. Sure. They they come up to the group of you now and they say, Oh oh no no we're okay we're we're fine. We rushed into the we we saw those things coming and we saw what they did to. to 
to Bessie and Ferdinand and Hank, and we <laughs> hid in the barn, and we and the wolves came and they were tearing things up, but they, they didn't get into the barn. We were really worried that maybe that one that could breathe fire might try to burn the place down, and I don't know what would have happened if you guys hadn't showed up. So it was really good that you came. Uh, I, I'm sorry, my my name's Jala, and this is my my sister Lavinia. We we own this farm, and um, I. I I think we've heard of you, uh, monster hunters in the town. You, you guys, are you the ones that that took care of that dragon that we heard about? Yes. Indeed. Unless a kobold is asking, then no. No, correct. It's complicated. <laughs> well, no, 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 we're not. We're not kobolds. No. Uh, well, I guess we're. Uh, Otari is really lucky to have you around these days. Uh, you guys are making quite a name for yourselves. That is correct. Thank you. Oh, we're hey, just we, doing what we can to help the innocent people of this town. We really appreciate it. Um, I don't, we don't have really any money to give you, but but here, I this I I I was in a panic. I grabbed this when we rushed into the bar, and I thought maybe we would need it, but you know maybe you should have it. And she hands you a bottle, um, which. As I've mentioned before, every every adventurer worth their salt can recognize a healing potion, but this one is uh, before you had been getting minor potion, minor healing potions. This one is a lesser healing potion, which will heal two d eight plus five hit points when consumed. Well, thank we are, you. We are thankful for the gift, but perhaps you may be able to pay us in information. Have there been strange sightings of monsters like this? I, I, no, not, I mean, this is certainly the first time we've seen anything like this. I, uh, I mean, I, I guess there's a lot of rumors flying around these days about, about things that happened. I heard just the other day, the town was in an uproar about some army of kobolds. Um, <coughs> and then uh, uh, somebody said that there was uh, uh, that, courier that from that, that usually uh, runs from Absalom had been turned to stone so that's certainly something that we're worried about but I mean, yes. uh, you know what wait no it, uh, over at the giant's wheel there was something happening uh, yeah no 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 they, they were saying that um, um, some of the equipment was be had been damaged uh, there's some kind of vandalism um, uh, I don't know if, if that has anything to do with with what happened here, but I don't know. It might be something to check out. Oh, it's so interesting that you mentioned that. We were actually on our way there just now. Great. Well, um, yeah, maybe you should ask them if, if what's been going on. I mean, I, I don't have any details. I just know that uh, some of the workers had been talking that there were they were talking about um, being afraid to be around at night because there was some kind of monster that was tearing up some of the equipment, or I, I don't know. I don't know. Ask them. Oh, I'm going to yes. tell that healer potion, and I'm going to hand it to Waverly. <laughs> Thank right. you. She tucks it in her bag. She's nev, and you hear like clink. Turn down a gift. <laughs> you hear like clink clank because she's got a bunch of them in her bag. <laughs> <laughs> clink clank. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for your information. I'm sorry about your animals and your farm, but uh, you are welcome to this beautiful wolf pelts that we have uh, we have uh, sourced for you. There's probably wolf meat in there. And uh, I don't know if there's anything left of the shattered fire hellhound, but 
Maybe you can sell its teeth for money. I don't know. Just throwing some ideas out there for you. Well, I mean, we're just grateful to be alive. If that thing had gotten to us, I mean, we would have been dead for sure. So, you know, we'll just count our blessings and, and we'll be okay. You know, we're, this is Otari. We know how to get by. Let us know at our, uh, our headquarters if you see any other monsters, as we are monster hunters. And Absolutely. healers and help us. And healers and help us. not the monsters. We don't heal and help the monsters. We heal and help the innocent people. Work on it. Yes. I think I understand. We must make haste. Hmm. He's, the he's gonna wheel. take a couple steps ahead and just wait for the, uh, the party to catch up. Mm-hmm. Waverly turns around thinking she's the first to go and then sees <laughs> Thea and then like, kind of scurries. <laughs> <laughs> I go back and get the horse because we have a horse, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I I call the dog over to me. Excellent work, Salmon. You were a little loud. We're gonna work on that with you, but good boy. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so you head back to the road, having done your good deed for the day, <laughs> saving these two women's lives for sure. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a lucrative uh, venture, but you know, you did get a healing potion out of it. And you know, maybe it's not all about the money. Uh, after all, Waverly seems to be quite pleased to have healed and helped people today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Living up to the name. <laughs> But there certainly have been quite a few disturbances of late that might weigh heavily on your mind. You know, there's all these signs of Lamash 2 about, all of these monsters riled up and attacking people close to Otari. Um, But you don't have too much time to consider that because pretty soon you actually arrive at the Giant's Wheel, which is a massive, incredibly noisy lumber mill is one of the biggest businesses in Otari. The package that you are set to deliver is addressed to one Clort Hengus. <laughs> and after a few questions around, you discover that this is none other than the foreman himself. He turns out to be a tall, burly half-orc with ground-down tusks jutting out of his jaw. Uh, he pulls off a pair of thick leathered gloves and pulls a sawdust-covered bandana off of his face. So, so, I hear you got something for me. Yes. Oh. Uh, she reaches in her bag and pulls out this weird, oddly shaped bag of metal. Um, yes, I believe this belongs uh, here. Um, we're delivering the parcels. I was expecting something from Absalom. No idea what's in it. I just know it's uh, from one of my old contacts. I used to be a gladiator back there. Um, oh. Back in my... Oh. In my salad days, now I just, uh, I find cutting lumber a lot more uh, uh, peaceful than cutting people's legs off. <laughs> we oh, see I what we got imagined. here. Uh, don't worry, uh, I never actually cut people's legs off, not unless they could be reattached by some of the alchemists and clerics that worked the, the pits down there. So nobody was seriously maimed except for that one time. And he pulls open the bag <laughs> and he's looking in there and he's like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he jumps. Uh, there's a bunch of like medals and badges in his hand. He says, Oh, yeah, that uh, makes sense. Oh, the schemer. That's his idea of a joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, I don't need to bore you with the details here. Uh, thanks for delivering this for me. I, uh, oh, but I'm so intrigued. Please. Um, What? What is it? Oh, these are some of the bad. 
we had a, a bet back in the day. Uh, each of the gladiators in Absalom, we have our own personal badges, uh, like you know, like sigils, you know, because it's it's like a it's a it's a sporting event, really. It's not in combat. We're not in it because we hate each other. We're in it because you know the crowds like to see us bash on each other for a bit. And so uh, I bet him that uh, uh, there were there were five in, in my first year. I got beat by five uh, uh, other gladiators. Um, uh, I had a pretty good record. Uh, and Skeever, he insisted he was a better fighter. I told him he'd never beat the five people that got me. And fair enough, uh, he earned all five of their badges. Or he bought them and is just selling to me to get my goal or something. I don't know. But mm -hmm. uh, either way, it's, uh, it's just a bit of a joke. Oh. Well, um... This, uh, it, well, I was trying to make a segue about a joke, but unfortunately one didn't come to my head. We mm -hmm. heard that perhaps at nighttime a monster is coming through here and, and attempting to tear parts down. Do you have any information about that? Uh, well, uh, but, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we've been having some troubles at night. Uh, here, let, let, I'll, I'll show you, I guess. Uh, we ran into... Delivery and... Uh, uh, might, might I ask why you're inquiring about uh, about this? Not only are we a delivery service, we are monster hunters and healers. Uh, and and helpers. helpers? Yes, that was it. But we don't help and heal the monsters. Correct. Oh, thing I was about to say, that didn't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm glad. I'm glad you're not healing and helping the monsters. Uh, well, I'm not really sure that we're looking at the work of monsters. Uh, uh, but either way, I mean, you're right. There have been some issues around here at night. Uh, I'll, I'll show you. Takes you over to um, the log flume, uh, which is not a ride here. I want to ride it. Here you piece of equipment at the lumber mill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you see that a lot of the uh, support struts uh, are badly burned and charred. Mm. So this is uh, not the worst of it. They smashed up some equipment too, whoever's been coming down. Uh, then they tried to set fire here to the, the flume, which uh, luckily they didn't get enough of a blaze to tear the whole thing down because this thing goes down and uh, the whole giant's wheel is out for maybe months if it doesn't kill some. If we're lucky enough that it doesn't kill somebody, it still puts us out of business for uh, two months, maybe more, while we try to repair it. So, uh, you know, and it's been, uh, we've been noticing at first, we thought maybe some accidents, um, but uh, but no, uh, we, we came over the last week. We, we've started to suspect somebody's coming around here at night, intentionally smashing up equipment, and obviously now trying to, to burn down the whole flume. That's... Uh, it's kind of a big problem for us, so I guess we're lucky you popped along. Um, do what you do you have make any of it? Enemies? Enemies? No, I mean we're a lumber. I mean, I mean if this was something targeted at me personally, I guess from as I mentioned, I was a gladiator in Absalom. I, I can't think of anybody who wouldn't, uh, if they had a problem with me, you know, wouldn't come direct to me and and slug it out with me like a proper gladiator would. So. Have you noticed no. any tracks leading to and from this equipment? Oh, I mean, I guess you know, none of us are woodsmen and rangers types, but, uh, you know, I don't know. If you're monster hunters, you you tell me. Do you notice oh. anything weird around here? I should investigate. 
and I will investigate. She'll get, get sure. down on the ground, and she's mm-hmm. got her little mm-hmm. notepad. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, make a survival check. While we're looking, Ingot would like to make an arcana check to see if the fire was magically based like the sure, previous Sure, yeah, I, 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 would allow, I would allow that, sure. 21. 21. There is a lot of foot traffic around here, which makes some of things a little bit muddled. Um, but you kind of know what you're looking for. You get a keen eye out, and you see a couple of things. And because you just saw something similar, you pick it out. There is some overly large imprints of uh, canine paw prints and traces of soot in them. Um, Well, I think I've solved the case before it's even begun. You see here, these look exactly like the footprints of the hellhound that we just slayed. So perhaps it was the hellhound and the wolves all along. Or there might be another hellhound. Or we already solved the problem, which would be neat. Hmm. I guess the only way to find out is to wait until tonight and see if anything comes to attack the equipment again. And perhaps we wait here as well. And if anything tries to come, we'll be here to stop it. You can try one one thing. Uh, I would like to get my dog out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and see, I don't know how dog tracking works, but um, if it recognizes the scent that is here as the same mm-hmm. as the one previously sure i mean it, it again this is it's, it's a dog so it's like you can get it to track a scent can it communicate to me like yes i recognize <laughs> well, uh, well well does uh, the dog start walking somewhere else to like look for the source of it maybe like does I mean, the dog start walking back? when you when you like command it and 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 it and it catches the scent like it starts walking around and like like these tracks like it's trail like it has been in a lot of places around here um as this is happening, Clore uh, is looking. He's like, "So this, this like hellhound thing, mm-hmm. right? Can uh, it, can it use tools? Like, is it a smart beastie?" Don't think so. No, no, it's like a giant wolf that's on fire. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. Wait, someone messing with your tools, then also. Oh no! It's just that, like the first couple of nights that we noticed as a problem it was like uh somebody had actually dismantled some pieces you know it wasn't like they broke things somebody had actually dismantled uh one of the the mill pieces that's why at first we thought maybe it was uh uh, somebody who had uh, taken something for repair we didn't even recognize it as vandalism at first because it could have been somebody actually like taking a piece to try to repair it and forgetting to replace it or something uh do I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, maybe both things happened, and there's just this dog trying to burn things down. I, I don't know. Do you know of any of the ha- the the other half orcs in Otari? Uh, there's a couple. Um, and I'm going to describe the one that was in the crypt. Sure. Um, not as a way to convince him, but just because you're trying to like convey sort of secondhand information. Make a diplomacy check for me, just to see how well how well the details stick in your mind and you convey them. Uh, <laughs> 25. Whoa. 25. He says, you know, um, no. 
that's not somebody that I think I recognize, but I do remember that uh, some of the boys were seeing there was uh, uh, some drifter that came into Otari about a week back and was staying in town, uh, keeping to himself, half-orc fellow, maybe like you're describing. Mm. Ingot is down like in the dirt level and he's squatted mm-hmm. and drawn the symbol of Lamashtu. Uh, and sure. he looks up at Clort and says, Do you recognize this symbol? Ah, uh, not see anything like that around, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Beverly, like, kind of kicks her foot uh, on the dirt to make it go away because <laughs> yeah. it makes her uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, perhaps we should... Well, I'm not sure. Should we stay overnight and see if anybody comes here? Or perhaps we can look in town and see if anyone else knows anything. Perhaps one night for protection. Yes, at least. And perhaps we can investigate a little more the area to see if there's any more clues about who did these things. Yes. It'd be a load off my mind if you wanted to stay overnight again. They tried, this is a, uh, last night was the first time we come back and find signs of this fire. If they had been successful and burned this thing down, you know, they come back again and, uh, and get it right this time, we'd be in a heap of trouble. So if you wanted to stay overnight and see if you could thwart this, uh, we'd be quite indebted to you. Whole city would be. This is the lifeblood of the town right here. Turns that someone would want to cause issues if this is the lifeblood of the town. Oh, yes. Mm. Well, it's settled then. We will stay the night here and protect this area and make sure that no harm is done to it. Well, I can't argue with that. I am in, uh, as I mentioned, I'm in, uh, quite indebted to you. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll see if I can scrounge up some funds to pay for your, uh, your services. Oh, that's not necessary. Oh, oh excellent, you. then. Uh, well, well, that's, that's so generous yes. of you. You really we, are heroes. We no can't payment eat at all required. I Helpers, can't believe it. healers, and Absolutely zero payment required. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, just want, I, just, I just want to say that uh, she's saying you don't have to pay her. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, of course, of course. I understand, so. Don't you worry about it. I'll uh, I'll scrape something together. It probably won't be uh, won't be much, but uh, you know, something to put food on your table for for a few days at least. Well, if we are gathering for a meal tonight, perhaps we could invite Jala and Navinia, the farmers who are nearby. They've had a traumatic event recently and probably could use some company. Such a generous idea. Uh, I don't see much harm in it, except that um, we're not really going to be around at night. Everybody, after the shift's over, we all head into into town. Uh, you know, we don't we don't live here at the at the Giant's Wheel. This is just where we work. All right. Uh, well, we will be here then by ourselves. Send them our regards on your way out. I guess. Excellent. It's like it's like daytime, but Waverly's gathering like sticks and like brush to build like this bonfire in the middle of the day. <laughs> Just... Wait, are we doing like a stakeout? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, tell me how you guys want to do this. You want to stay overnight? I mean, they seem uh, Clort's happy to offer any assistance. You know, just there's anywhere. Uh, let's see, you guys can can wait. I have uh, an office of sorts. It's basically like a a wooden trailer where uh, it's messy, but it's at least sheltered. If you wanted to stay in there, um, you guys can post up. I mean, you you guys tell me how you want to post uh, uh, with the stakeout. Um, there's plenty of places to hide and observe um uh but uh that kind of goes both ways whereas mm. you know uh it would be pretty easy to sneak in here at night too with the between the stacks of, of lumber and all the huge hulking equipment so you're going to want to make sure that you post up somewhere where you have a good vantage point as well can i use my warfare lore to set traps in the places we will not be able to see or directly access Absolutely. I would say that if you wanted to make a warfare lore check, that would be a great use of the skill. Yeah. I like barely get to use this thing, so I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that's not great. Uh, that is a 14. A 14? Okay. Uh, you know that you probably, because of the, the, the amount of cover, you're going to want to get somebody who can see pretty well in the dark up in a high spot. That would probably be a really great place and the spot that you see that would give the best vantage point is actually at the top of the log flume uh there's uh, the, there would be there's there's ample place to sort of post up and keep watch over the lumber camp from there in terms of traps you would say that it's kind of it's kind of difficult to pick exactly where you would want to place any um uh because there's so much ground to cover that like if you're talking about because you guys still have those uh bear traps things from the spike traps from mm -hmm. a long time ago right mm -hmm. because yep. those are so localized you would say that it's it's kind of difficult because there's this is such a big area and those are so small that it's hard to tell where the best place to put them would be but i would say that maybe over in the lumber stacks themselves anybody trying to sneak through there would have to go through a couple narrow corridors where the various stacks of lumber are uh, positioned um, so if they tried to sneak in there you might catch somebody there um, or near to the log flume itself, if that's what they're targeting. How many bear traps do we have, team? Two, I think. <laughs> Two? Yep. Okay. Two of them, yeah. Well, uh, if we were going to take turns doing uh, guarding, setting traps, maybe walking the perimeter, these might be mm -hmm. good jobs for us to split up. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, stay somewhat close together. Uh, someone with good eyesight should be at the top of the log flue. We can set bear traps among the uh, lumber stacks. And um, I would say where there's the most damage uh, in the area where it looks like there were tools used, uh, we could set the last person out down there. Mm. This sounds like a plan. Oh, we yes. also have plenty of rope. We might be able to make uh, alerts of some sort, like oh. they bump into it, set off a bell. And yes. we do have time. Yeah, maybe we can do that at the entrance of uh, some of the door frames. Of this place. Um, what was the name of the gentleman who worked here? Clort. Clort. Is Clort. he still here? Yes. Yeah. Clort. Oh, um, Clort. I do have a question for you. Um, in my limited um readings of gladiators and their um incredible feats, um, I do know that gladiators love to um fight with giant nets. Perhaps you still have your net or anything similar that we might be able to use for this little ruse. 
I uh... you caught me off guard there, so I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I will roll. <laughs> roll for net, Jim roll Jam. Die. Roll for net. net. I'm gonna roll a die. I'm gonna give yes. you. I'm gonna give you a forty percent chance that this guy's got a net. <laughs> Pretty good chance. Uh, he says, I, 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 I didn't, um, wasn't really the net type and I didn't keep much from that, from those days. Uh, I, I, I even sold off my prize axe when I left Absalom. Um, you know, I just wasn't, a, it was a real, uh, rough time in my life. Mm. And there's, you know, the, it certainly brought me to where I am today, but not really something that I think of too overly fondly. Oh, well, I don't want to bring up any um, uh, uncomfortable uh, memories for you, but thought I would ask uh, because I do think that it would be um, helpful. Anyways, um, we're going to get back to setting up. All right. Uh, he seems pretty uh, pretty happy to give you guys run of the place uh, as long as you don't uh, sort of disrupt any of the day's work. And as you guys are, are staking things out, um, you know, sort of, do your thing. Mm -hmm. uh, just tell me if there's anything specific that you guys want to do to prepare so that I I have it all marked as we get later into the day and into the evening. I know that you were talking about the traps. Is that something mm -hmm. specifically that you wanted to do to set the spike traps up? Or Yeah, from Gristle's plan, it sounds like maybe uh, Ingot and Waverly would be good on setting up the two trap locations. Fee would be good okay. at the top of the flume, and then Gristle would be good to patrol the perimeter. Yeah. Okay. Like Meanwhile, he's setting up the, the uh, alarm like rope alert system. And I bring sure. the dog with me. It's probably not actually yeah. probably last. It's been more than three hours. Three hours that dog lasts or six uh, hours? It's six hours. The dog okay. is six hours of time. So yeah, the dog's, dog's still around. Funny. By nighttime, he'll be he'll he'll need his rest. But okay. uh, at least for now, he's around. Uh so we've got the spike traps. And the spike traps, you guys are going to set those over by the piled lumber to see if... Yep, okay. one is the piled lumber and one by the flume itself. Right. Right. A lot of thinking happening over there. It's so mm. scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta. I just want to make sure that you know, because you know, when you, we make these, this is a great opportunity for you guys to make these preparations, and I wanna, I wanna make sure that I don't miss anything, because uh, mm. you know, it's if you guys have so a good we plan, don't I die. Want to, <laughs> I want it to work. If you have a I bad like plan, I also want it to fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> um, <okay>. Fair, fair. <laughs> and then we find a net, and it's yeah. <laughs> You, you're a fisher person. You should be able oh, to make right. one. <laughs> I actually know how to make, just from me watching a lot of TV, I know how um, Annette is made. It takes like hours. Oh, sure. <laughs> to weave it. So once Waverly sets this trap, if she even knows how, um, she'll probably run over and find Gristle. Oh, Gristle, mm -hmm. what should I do now? Oh, well, that was fast. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I would say... I can patrol by myself, but maybe uh, once Thee is done, or no, uh, once Ingot is done setting his trap, perhaps the two of you should patrol together. Oh, I think that would be a marvelous idea. And uh, maybe we should have some sort of symbol or signal to yell or do so that we know, hey, it's time to <laughs> jump into action 
Or, hey, let's talk to this thing or person for a long time. I just, I feel like last time we didn't know what we were doing and it got a little confusing. Uh, I was assuming Thea is still here during this time. Yeah, well, probably just like like laying on the ground, putting together a rope. Oh, yes, okay. I can, I can guard with that, actually. Uh, Ingot's going to come back from setting his trap and talk to Thea for a bit uh, right. as, as they're working. It seems odd that uh, these, this friend had sent over the gladiator badges, does it not? Hmm. If they have defeated all of the enemies, except for Clart, perhaps the final enemy would be Clart himself? Oh, yes. I think there's a high chance that uh, they are going to die. Oh. So... Is that who may be responsible? It's it's possible. Um, maybe, uh, well, because they would not be necessarily expecting it. Uh, it could just be a friendly thing. Clark seemed to be shocked by it, which makes me not trust anything. Um, in your dealings with those in the past, do you seek out your enemies and hold grudges? I don't have any enemies left. That speaks volumes. And Inga goes to think. <laughs> um, I guess meanwhile, Waverly and Gristle are still chatting about this thing. Um, okay, so from the last time we talked, Waverly, if it's actively trying to kill us, okay to fight. Is that right? Oh, yes. Um, but if just minding it its own business, talk. It's always good to give our enemies the chance to surrender. And if they don't, then, well, you know what to do. Pacify. Right. Pass, pa yes, the, the P word. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess uh, if we're going to pacify, someone just yell out, you know, make that call. Uh, if you're the first person to find the, th the beast or person or whoever's doing this, yell P for pass. Wait, no, that's, uh, no. P for pacify, T to talk. Oh, that could get quite confusing. Mm. Yeah. Um, could could we just say the word pacify and during a conversation if we're planning to kill somebody? Oh. Ah. Oh yes, like we're keeping it a secret. Yes. That's amazing, Thea. I like that idea a lot. Good job. Uh, Problem uh, solving. Yes. I use a lot of cold words. Mm. Mm. All right. Are we all ready to start our uh, scouting and or? Uh, Station watching. Oh, yes. Uh, Ingot, are you ready? <clears throat> Ingot is ready. All right, I shall bring Salmon with me. And Thee, you are at a very good vantage point and far away, so hopefully you will not be in immediate danger. But if you are, you know how to uh, yell. <laughs> oh, I run very fast. Okay, you run. To one of us, and then we'll take care of the thing. Yes. All I right. Like this plan. Go, Thee. All right. So you've made your preparations. After, you know, later in the afternoon, as the sun's starting to get low, the workers all, uh, the shift ends and workers all begin to file out, heading back to Otari proper, back to their homes and their lives. 
leaving you in this big empty now like it's been so noisy all day like all this equipment constantly running and um, the sound of sawing wood and shouting people and banging hammers it's just all day and now it's so quiet that you can almost like feel it in your head uh, sudden absence of sound and the sun sinks lower and lower and lower and finally disappears now it's full night you've made your preparations you set up alarms you've set up some spike traps uh, i believe you had the posted up at the top of the flume um, mm -hmm. your eyes at night uh adjust pretty quickly and uh you know uh, being an elf seeing by moonlight and starlight is uh, almost as easy as if it were daytime for you so you have a good great vantage point obviously uh ingot has full dark vision so nighttime mm -hmm. is nothing to him although everything just sort of shifts to that monochrome gray scale waverly and gristle it's a little tougher because you uh, you have but simple human eyes, and uh, but the moon is pretty full, uh, and as after your eyes adjust, you can you can kind of see like everything starts to, to. It's not too terrible. Make your way around without too much danger. Um, Gristle, you're patrolling. Fee, keeping a lookout, and then where's precisely did Ingot and Waverly want to post up? Ingot is nearby, but hidden of the spike track near the flume at the base. Right. So he's at the base of the flume. You're so so you're pretty close to where Thee is, uh, and then Waverly. Where were you gonna be? I was supposed to go. I was supposed to patrol with with Ingot, but oh. uh, in the dark, I lost him. Oh. And and oh god, I'm gonna be alone and scared. Uh -oh. uh, and so I'm gonna <laughs> go. Fine. And then uh, I'm going to go be by the other trap that I set earlier, and I'm mm -hmm. going to try to hide a little bit, but but um, Waverly doesn't like the pitch black, so um, she's going to cast light, but in the tiniest little amount, like maybe on just like a tiny little pebble that she holds in her hand, <laughs> like it looked like a little firefly to just kind of illuminate just... Sure. Cast cast light on a pebble in your hand. And you, you can close your hand around it so it doesn't actually shed too much light. But then you can open it and it'll yeah. You know, yeah. illuminate the area. So you have the light ready. Probably a good a good tactic. Mm. Why don't we have everybody roll a perception check mm -hmm. while I roll some percentages for these traps you set? That's okay. 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 17. 23. 23, also. 19. 19, okay. Gristle, at one point, while you are patrolling, um, you are on the sort of southern side of the mill property. When you hear a clinking of like cans and bottles, and you remember that Thee had set up some strings, so, so like strings with with stuff on it as like an alarm, and 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 it like settles off, and and it only happens for a second, like but you hear it very distinctly. Ingot, <laughs> you are standing there, and you're not 
it, it, it's it's difficult to tell but you think you see a flash of movement towards like the southern side of the of the property that and it happens very quick mm. um it's a sudden flash and then everything goes still and then now everything is just quiet and silent but you both have this like wait there was something uh ingot is going to look up at Thee to see if they're making eye contact at all uh you could probably like you know just waves to get his yeah. attention i'm sure he would he would notice that after a second for sure and then sort of point in the direction of of the southern part of the camp and just watch that direction and I think I would start to stealth to go towards where I heard the noise. I and I tell the dog, "Okay, now we practice this. <laughs> no, no bark, bark, bark. Just and you can, if you want to, you can point and try to do like the dog pointing motion." <laughs> so the dog uh, begins pointing furiously, but making no noise. Uh, make a stealth check for me. Hey! Um, wow, cool. That's an eleven. Whatever oh that means. <laughs> Uh, an 11 means that as you're moving forward, you're, you're like, man, I'm really glad that Fee set this alarm. It worked perfectly. And then you step on one and there's this like, jingle of, of, of nails all rustling. And you're like, and he set one there too. I forgot. Oh, no. Uh, at that moment, something rushes towards you out of the dark. Large it's a flurry of motion this is a humanoid figure but huge in armor uh, like bristling with spears on its back and it would be best for all of us to roll initiative oh what the hell oh my god oh. how far away is everyone from me though aren't they like kind of far oh that's not good yeah it's a little you're a little spread out but i I'm rolled sure a fine one okay. Oh, 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 no. I can't remember what happens to me. Do I still get my, my, yeah, you, you still, well, it just probably okay. means you're going to go last. So add it up as completely normal. It doesn't have an additional bad effect. Except okay. I wasn't sure. Go first. <laughs> so eight is my total. Doing eight, right. eight for gristle. Uh, what about Ingot? 25. Oh, yeah, you saved me. <laughs> Waverly? 12. 12. <laughs> so you're probably the last to notice some of this because you're a little bit further away than everybody else. And then, um, Thee. 22. 22 for Thee. You're watching the area. You see this flurry of motion. All right, Ingot, you are keeping an eye out and you don't have a very good vantage point. You don't see anything because you sort of got like a lot of the struts and stuff from the log flume in your way. But you hear when Gristle triggers one of those those little <laughs> alarms, you hear that. Mm. And then you hear like a guttural like shout uh like and you just you you know something ha is happening over there you can't again you don't have a vantage point to see it but you know the direction that things are happening and you are first to act so what do you want to do okay so 
Ingot knows that like something is happening, but can't oh, yes. quite figure out what's going on. And so uh, he thinks this is a good time to use one of his new abilities. He, I'm going to have him move forward a little bit to towards the center-ish of this encampment. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and as he's moving, you can see that while his skin had crystallized, his nails are actually crystals. You can see that they're sort of decorated and he's found mm -hmm. some way to carry these magic crystals on his fingers. And he's running forward, and uh, as the magic is infused into them, mist starts pouring out of his fingers, and he starts moving in like a Tai Chi pattern. And as mm -hmm. he does, more and more mist starts pouring out from him, uh, and it's obscuring mist. Obscuring mist. A cloud of mist that fills a 20-foot burst within 120 feet. All creatures must within the mist must gain the concealed condition, and all creatures outside... Uh, gained oh wait 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 all creatures within the mist gain the concealed condition and all creatures outside the mist gain the concealed condition against the creatures within it mm -hmm. the cloud lasts for one minute but i can disperse it before then by spending a single action to end the spell sure uh so it does have the that 120 foot range where do you want to put that cloud like when it went like where do you want this mist cloud to center in the direction of the alarms that have gone off Sure. So you, uh, so I would say at the end of your movement, you managed to position yourself where you can see now two fa two shapes. One mm -hmm. of them, I mean, well, actually, you have dark vision. So at the right. edge of your dark vision, you can see um, a a fur covered, hulking humanoid in armor carrying weapons, um, uh. It, who is just charging in looks like they're gonna just try to tackle gristle to the ground oh, and no. then all of a sudden there is this puff of fog that envelops the area um gristle you are looking at this charging figure and then just mist completely swallows you and you are just now in a cloud I'm in the mist. Okay, got it. Yes, <laughs> you and this creature are now in this cloud. Or oh, uh, both of us are in the mist. Oh yeah, because it's a twenty-foot cloud. So okay, it's a cool. I was, I was unsure. Bubble of yeah, you guys are and both. the dog. Got it. Yes. Yep, and the dog. Yes, you are all three in this <laughs> cloud. Uh, all right. Uh, and was that a two-action spell? Yes. All right. So that would have been uh, one to move, two for your spell. Which takes us to sorry. Uh, that is actually a three. I'm gonna get it get attacked for. It's a three action spell. So I would say that's oh. at the end of my spell reach, uh, because I do have that. My uh, is extended. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so it's a so it's a it is a three action spell. Three action spell. So I would spell. say that the so what I would allow for this is uh, you could use the your one action to move. Two actions to begin casting this spell. You're on your next turn. You'll get two actions, but you'll complete the spell you just started. So that cloud hasn't formed just yet. But but Gristle, you notice that like around your feet, there is now this rising fog that looks like it's about to envelop you, great. the dog, and this charging, hulking figure. Uh, great. So then we will now move to that creature's turn. And as the mist is like rising to swallow all of you up, he rushes in, drawing a longsword, and tries to hack at you. I wish you didn't look so cool. Mm -hmm. 
but with a 12, uh, he's, a, he's caught off guard. He's rushing, um, and it just clangs off the, the pauldron on your armor harmlessly. Um, <sighs> with his... Ba, 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 with his third action, um, he's... I mean, he'll, he'll try a, a second strike. Okay. Uh, and that is going to hit an armor class 15. So this time he comes in and you just sort of like almost catch his arm as he's swinging, uh, disrupting his blow and causing him to go wide. After he is done with his bum rush, we go to Fee. Fee, from your vantage point, you can see what is happening down below you. Now that you've been pointed in the right direction, you heard that sound. You can now hear the grunts of uh, and, and growling and, and yelling of battle down below you. Um, what do you do? So is is it one action to get down quickly, probably two actions to get down safely, would you say? Uh, I would say that you could just jump off, and if mm -hmm. you you can basically make an acrobatics check to try to land safely, it's it's not so tall that, that cool. you wouldn't. If you failed that, you would take a little bit of falling damage and fall prone. Cool. Um, if you want to climb down, climbing, you move... Uh, I would say, it would, yeah, it would cost you two actions to climb down, but it would be relatively easy to do because nah, there's lots jump. of handholds. That's cooler. Or like a Legolas slide down the flume. Jeez. Yeah, you want to slide down the flume. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Can I still make an acrobatics if I... Well, sliding down the flume, one action or two? Uh, One action to slide yeah. down the flume. Yeah. yeah. I still, want to, I still want to roll an acrobatics. Just sure, yeah. Acrobatics <laughs> to see if you can just like surf down. You basically like jump on a log and try to surf the log down. Hell yeah. That's a dirty 20 total. Yeah. Dirty 20, you do it successfully. You just like, you surf this log down the flume, <laughs> leaping off at the bottom now at ground level uh, and come up running just like uh, your, your movement, uh, your momentum carries you forward. And now you are right next to Ingot who is just in the midst of casting this spell. Uh, and you can still see in front of you these these figures. You see Gristle and, and this. About how far off thing. is uh, the figure? Uh, at this point, you guys are like 40 feet away from, okay. from the combat itself. So I'm going to use another action to move another 30. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to use my third action to quick draw and then fire with my short bow. All right. Short bow. So fast, Rogue. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's a 19 total. Nice. 19, and your arrow pierces this creature's armor. You hear a grunt of pain. For five piercing damage. Five points of damage. Yeah, he takes the arrow. He's like, looks around. He seems shocked to see that there are more of you. This is more, <laughs> than, this is more than he bargained for. Yeah. Not yeah. happy about it. But now we move to the next order in initiative. And you all are looking at this guy and you think we've got him surrounded. And then oh, you start no. to hear some howling and growling oh. as not one, but two hellhounds. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, rush okay. forward out of the darkness, charging not at Gristle, but at Ingot and Fee. Uh, one of them is going to just try to rush forward. Uh, it's actually going to have to take two actions to move to get close enough, but then it will use its third action to try to bite Ingot. 
Uh, and that is going to hit an armor class of 25. Well, you know, that'll do it. Which one of y'all said there were more? Who willed this into existence? <laughs> uh, so this bite, as the jaws come down, there is a burst of flames. You take not only the piercing damage from the jaws, which is going to be 11 points of piercing damage, but there is a burst of flames. You take two points of fire damage and... Oh. Two uh, and two more points of evil damage as uh, just hellish energy flows from its jaws into your body. Ooh, so evil that damage? Was 11 plus four, a total of 15 points of damage. Yikes. Is it, is it really called evil damage? It is literally evil damage. That's so freaking <laughs> cool. It is listed as evil. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yikes. Bad dog. Uh, oh my God. Hellhound Dose has rushed up to Thee again, taking two actions to get to him and then leaping up with a bite. And that is going to hit an armor class of 22. Yeah, yeah. All right, Thee, that is going to be eight points of piercing, five points of fire, and one point of evil damage. Evil. That's, I don't, you know, I'm fine taking that. That's dope as hell. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let them meet me. Like, I already like the game, but you sold me on the evil damage. <laughs> you really did. Yep. That's right, everybody. Evil damage. <laughs> Hit your Pathfinder beginner box today. Right. <laughs> evil damage. <laughs> all right. That It took all three of their actions to rush up and then bite, so their turn is over which takes us to Waverly's turn. Waverly, you can definitely hear the shouts of battle and and you hear the baying of hellhounds in the distance. Um, what do you oh, do? I was gonna say Waverly's just content sitting on a box <laughs> with her little light rock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, you, I, I can't stop you from doing just that. <laughs> um, she's gonna get up and she's gonna go run over to where this is happening, except um, I don't know how far away they are and I, would like to position myself to run up behind these guys. Not my party, but the I enemies. Would, the enemies? I would say that you would probably have to use all three of your actions to get to your friends, and you wouldn't have enough to get behind them. Um, but you could get up to the, the battle, at least. Then I will only take two actions to run as close as I can Okay, this basically puts you right at the log flume then, and you can see your friends fighting these hellhounds. Um, you actually can't see Gristle because uh, you can't see as far in the dark, but you can see like the light of the flames coming off of the hellhounds, and you can see them biting at Ingot and Fee. Mm, all right, I'm going to do a three-action move then. Okay. Three uh, you see that you rush forward. Now the battle is joined. I don't want to got... be right next to Ingot. I just want to clarify. I still okay. want to be behind them a little bit, mm -hmm. um, but uh, sure. I would like to be closer. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right. Um, just get, give me a number of feet you want to be within yeah. within your within this. Uh, like sixty. Well, you're already within. So, so uh, at the uh, if you get up to the flume, that puts you about thirty feet away from Ingot and Thee. Oh, okay. So, then I will stop at the flume with using okay. two actions, and I will yeah. use my third action to raise raise my shield. Sure, shields up. That makes a lot of sense. Perfect. Excellent. 
after Waverly. Gristle, Yay. you were caught off guard, but you're back in the action now. You've uh, got this guy bearing down on you, and then you watch as these two hellhounds rush out of the darkness to attack your friends. What do you do? Um, is that a free action to talk? Is that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Within a reasonable amount, like you can't have a discussion, but sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, hey, stop right there! Uh, creature or person we are here we are hired by this company to protect this land and i don't know if you're maybe doing the same thing and this is a misunderstanding but <laughs> if you understand me then stop attacking okay and it works uh and do you works. are you attempting do you want to attempt any kind of check with that sure is that like diplomacy or i would allow diplomacy or intimidate or intimidate Ooh. uh they're the yeah. same for me so I feel like I'm trying to say fact words, not I'm scaring you words. So I'm gonna sue yeah. diplomacy. <laughs> sure. Okay, that is a 14. Is that anything? Okay, sure. Uh, you are like, stop, we're hired to protect this land. And he says, yeah, and I'm hired to kill you. So here we okay. go. All right, that's fine. I have three actions still done. Do I still have three actions or no? Because I, I rolled. Uh, because you attempted a check with it, that would have taken one of your actions. Okay, but that's you fair. you do have two more. Do I already have my sword out since I was patrolling? Or do uh, I have to pick, do I get to Last time you, ex you uh, uh, the only reason I'm gonna say no is because the last time you drew it before it. battle, you explicitly said, I'm drawing my sword before battle. That's this fair. Time you that very clear, I'm just so. trying to cheat, it's fine. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Hey, every, you... everybody's gotta try. <laughs> uh, am I close enough to be in melee range with him or no? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's up in your, he just tried to chop you in half. Oh so, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right I forgot. <laughs> well, too bad then, buddy. I pull out my, Great sword, not fire one. Still want to gotcha. deal with that again. Uh, and then I do uh, one strike. One one strike. Yep. That Just makes checking sense if to I me. can do anything extra. That is a uh, ooh, fourteen to hit. Does that hit? Fourteen is a miss. Um, Doing uh, nothing. You, you were you hesitated a moment you were like you're trying to honor waverly's desire to talk to these people first <laughs> and then you kind of get tangled up with like the, when that doesn't work you're like well i don't know should i hit this guy and you just you don't put your all into it you can't quite bring him down with it but. does the dog get to have a turn or is that only is that it's an action no it's an action to command so, so yeah it takes one of your actions to give the dog two right, actions right. So um, you'd have to okay. command the dog to do things. But on next turn, you could you could certainly have the dog try to bite or something like that. It's fine. I had to do all that talking first. It's fine. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. You tried, Gristle, and that's what's important. I'm trying to be a better person they'll put that, for They'll Waverly. put that on your tombstone when this guy gets you down. <laughs> oh, <She> no. Tried. <laughs> Ingot, uh, hmm. your spell goes off with the end of your first action. Now, Gristle and this guy are both completely in this cloud of mist. Right. You can't really see them anymore, but they can't see you or each other in there. Mm. Um, you can, however, see the hellhound <laughs> that just bit your arm and looks like it wants to do the same again. So what do you do? So the first action was spent making the obscuring mist go off. Yes. Second yes. action, I'm gonna cantrip raise my shield. Third mm -hmm. action, cast a protective ward with my um, talisman Thanks. that I've imbued right. it with. Uh, that is going to catch Thee, because he's right next to you. So you and Thee are in the current bubble, getting mm -hmm. a plus one armor or armor class bonus. Nice. And uh, and uh, Ingot's going to stand his ground. Standing his ground, putting the defenses up. That's what Abdris do. Mm -hmm. 
That's what you do. Uh, it is now this guy's turn in the mist, uh, and he wants to attack, but now there's all this mist in his way. He can't really see you. You are concealed. What that means is that in order to attack you, he has to pass a DC 10 yes. check. So on the die, a seven. So as the mist bubbles up around him, completely obscuring, now you and you can see like vague shapes in the mist as he tries to to strike out at you. Uh, but that's all he sees as well. Uh, you he strikes out. You hear a grunt of frustration as his sword whiffs through air. Yes. Um, he is gonna try one more time. So I have to pass that check this time correcting and swinging right for you, but he still has to hit. So now I'm rolling a second attack against your armor class and hitting an armor class of 16. So 20, you baby. parry the blow. <laughs> uh, this guy, you get the feeling that uh, you might just be better at this than him. Like his <laughs> attacks, like, you know, he, he's certainly a skilled fighter, but you know, he just doesn't, even after getting the jump on you, you just might be better at this than he is. Can I yell uh, as a reaction? His... You're not very good at this, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this seems to just enrage, like he lets out a yell of rage and then uh, uh, tries to attack you again, even uh -huh. though this would certainly be with a minus 10 penalty. <laughs> okay, good luck, <laughs> wishing you the best. <laughs> Provoke another attack and he just whiffs, like not even striking in the right place. <laughs> the mist conceals your position. So Dang, he just so wastes all three of his actions, striking futilely. That takes us next to Fee. Fee, what do you do? <sighs> okay. Um, smart, eh, smart things are stupid. Um, <laughs> so I, I have a good general idea of where this figure is, just like ahead. Yeah, you, you can't like you, you don't really see him right now. He's literally just like in this thick cloud. But you knew where he last was, and if he didn't move, if he's still right where he was, you can try to make a ranged attack at him. You will have to pass that uh, DC 10 concealment check. Mm -hmm. How far away a... would you say he was in the mist? Uh, I mean, I would imagine that uh, he's he's about 10. The, the cloud itself is 20 feet. I would mm -hmm. imagine it's centered right on right on where he and Gristle are. So he's there, there would be about 10 feet of mist between the edge of the bubble and him. All right, Inge, don't die. Um, okay. And I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go into the mist and take what would be a flanking position from where I remember he, he, where sure. he was standing, where Gristle was standing. Yeah, sure. Um, just for kicks and giggles, uh, just because the mist is a little disorienting, uh, and it's certainly not going to be a difficult DC because you did have a good lay of the land, but as you enter the mist, uh, why don't you roll me a perception check and see if you can get right where you wanted to be. Uh, mm, that's a 16. 16? Yeah, you, uh, remembering where he was, uh, uh, and, and sort of judging the shapes in the mist, uh, you managed to get into a position where you're pretty sure he's right in front of you, and he's sandwiched between you and Gristle. All right, uh, and then I'm gonna quick draw my, well, drop my short bow, and then quick draw my short sword, and swing! Swing, swing away, all right, yep. you still have to pass that check, uh, because the mist is very thick. This spell is very effective, but, yeah. uh, but you can do it. Is it <laughs> 10 and above? Mm -hmm. Yep, 10 or above, Ooh. flat check. Uh, and then if cool. that, okay, great. That does it, that meets. So now you can make an attack and he is flat footed. That's a nat 20. Yee! Okay. Ooh. 
Alrighty yes. then. Uh, with Gristle flanking, do I also get my sneak attack? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what you get. Twenty-two points of damage. <laughs> Twenty-two points of damage. You just jab your short sword into this guy's kidney and he lets out a howl of pain. He didn't even know you had come up into the fray. Uh, and you feel like he twists his body around, like lashing out with his arm as you pull the knife free. Uh, but just just like basically spinning around now, like, oh, you cowards, you cowards, fight me. Take my second attack. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you do as you're told. You fight him. <laughs> yeah. That's a twenty-three. Ooh. Twenty-three is a hit. All right. He's a very good listener. <laughs> Twelve more points of damage. Uh, and may I like? lean into his ear when I stab him the second time. Yeah. In fact, uh, as you stab him, like you feel his weight shift forward as he like crumples over your blade and he like, basically you pull him so that his ear, like he's almost like leaning on you as he's like slumping to the ground. You may follow a mother of monsters, but I am a child of death. Wait, wait, don't, don't kill me. I don't, and you like you look over and you can now you can see like when he's this close to you, you can see him and like there's blood coming out of his mouth. He's like, wait, I'll just I... But he then his eyes close and he is dying. So he's a dying one. Oh. But he can still talk? <laughs> oh no, now he's not anymore. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. Well I, I yell, we should save him. He, uh -oh. he did say he was hired. We've got a dog problem. Okay, dogs first. I was first. about to say, regardless of what you choose to do with this guy, the Hellhounds, uh, <laughs> they still have some things to say about how this is going to go. And unfortunately for Ingot, uh, there are two of them right next to him. And oh. he's going to be in trouble as they flank him. They both Ooh. shift using one action to flank him. So your armor class is at a minus two. Okay, so my abjuration bonuses were plus two, so it's a wash ah, and I'm so at a 16. Out. Yeah. He cancels out and he just got a normal AC. <laughs> uh, and it's a good thing you did because my first total is a 15. Oh, yes. So it's a good thing. Like, yes. like your wards are like sparking as the hellhound tries to bite you in the leg to drag <laughs> you to the ground and the wards protect your flesh. And there's a uh. spark and the, the howl like pulls back uh, and shakes its head and darts in again, trying to bite. Uh, this time hitting an armor class uh, even lower. Its second attack is, is even worse at 13. So. Amazing. Barely saved by the ward. However, its companion is also going to try to bite. Mm -hmm. uh, and that one is going to be a total of a 24. That one hits. So you're going to take a little bit of evil damage oh. as well as piercing and fire. 
Uh, oh, that's bad news. Oh, no. 15 plus 7. 21 total points of damage. As this Ingot stands fights. his ground. But Ingot is <laughs> tough. Wow. He is a tough cookie. With, uh, if you were to measure drops of blood, you could say he has two left, but he is there. <laughs> oh, no. Two left. Oh. Well, this hellhound does happen to have one more action, and it is going to take its last action to bite. Uh, but with a weak roll and the second attack penalty, only going to total out to 12, and that is going to Once again, teeth sparking off of the wards that are surrounding you. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> that was their turn. Not good for Ingot. Uh, Waverly, you can see that he is in quite a bit of trouble. But it is your turn. What do you do? Are these hellhounds undead? Uh, no. With what you know of hellhounds, rolling over your check from before, if you want to try to remember more information about hellhounds, you can make another recall knowledge check. But you know that they're just on your basic knowledge of them. They're not undead. Okay. Um, I'm going, oh, how close are they together? Both on Ingot. Um, there's basically Hellhound, Ingot, Hellhound. So they're <laughs> within 10 feet of each other. Cool. What I'm going to do is roll my concealment check first. Because <laughs> I would like to cast a spell oh, upon but these Hellhounds. they're not in the mist. Oh, they're not? But I'm mm -mm. on the other no. side of the mist. Mm -mm. No, you're, I... you're, you're basically looking, you're at the flume right now. Looking forward, you see Ingot and the Hellhounds. Beyond him, you know there's a cloud, but you can't really see because like your oh. vision doesn't extend that far. Oh, so okay. you can see Ingot just at the edge of where you can see things clearly. I would say that in the dark, without a light source, you do have a DC-5 check that you would have to pass to target. He has partial concealment, okay. but, um, but will... not the 10. Oh. Unless you want to... Uh, unleash the light, which I don't know if you want to do that. No. Okay, but so you want to stay in the dark. Yeah. I'm going, I'll roll my my check to see if okay. I have above a five. I rolled a six, I kid you okay, not. Great. So yeah, you, you target, uh, what are you like, targeting? Yeah, I would like to attempt another sound burst. Okay. And I would like to have the 10 foot burst basically end at the Hellhounds not hitting Ingot. Well, you can hit one. If you want to catch both of the Hellhounds, you have to hit Ingot. If you want to hit one, you can just target one. Like, that's no problem. Can but I damage foot... him any further? Ingot? Oh, yeah. You, you could absolutely kill him with a sound burst. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ingot's not looking but, great, by the way. So, yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things where if you want to catch both Hellhounds, because Ingot's between them, you can't avoid hitting him. If you want to just target one Hellhound, though, you could just hit, you know, target it away from him. Nah, I'm not gonna waste my spell. Instead, I will use uh, my two-action healing to attempt to restore some hit points sure. to Ingot. Oh. Just reach out with the healing fires of Saren Ray. Yep. And you're gonna get back. Uh, plus eight is fifteen. Well, you 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 cast. You can cast it at second level now with your divine font. So when it's but a second I'm level heal. Not, but then it, do, do I lose a second level spell mm. slot? No, so your divine oh. font gives you extra slots that are just healing. Like you have oh. a number that it's like, it's like one plus your charisma modifier that are, they're only heal spells. Yeah. But 
they're extra on top of whatever you've memorized for the day. Oh, I didn't realize that also meant second level too. Okay, well. Yeah, so yeah. So, so now that you're level three, your divine font spells cast at the at the Ooh. second level. So yeah, wow. they're heightened. Okay. To that level. So that's going to be fourteen plus eight. 20. Plus sixteen. It's two d eight plus sixteen. Well, oh, fourteen plus sixteen. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is significantly more powerful now. Dang, you live now. Yes, you're a, you're better. <laughs> All better. You get thirty hit points back. Yeah, yeah. I'm basically topped off. In... <laughs> Ingot is like like fighting fire and bites and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I feel fantastic. <laughs> Cool. I like that. Yes, yes. You you are much more effective at healing when you're using those second level slots. And again, yeah, your divine font, um, when you gain access to a new level of spell, you you heighten those healings basically to the to the highest level that you can. So so yes, you are now casting uh you have like I'm I'm I, I'll look at your sheet later to tell you exactly how many heals you have, Three. but they are at the two D eight. Yeah, I have okay. been doing that. Yeah, I have okay. been doing oh, yeah. that. Okay. I just okay. didn't cool. know cool. it cool. also rolled yeah. over for uh, second level. Yes, yes, yes. They are now That's they are cool. now cast as if they are heightened to second level. So yes, they're way better. Uh, it's big time healing. And it's excellent use of your turn. Oh, I'll use my um, third and final action to move closer. I'd like to get sure, yeah. uh, uh, just maybe a few feet closer sure i mean there's 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 30 feet between you and 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 ingot how how many feet do you want to i'll move up 10 feet okay so so you're 20 feet away from them now uh and now we move on to gristle's turn now gristle you are in the mist but then you hear um thee has rushed up in the battle you know this guy's dead because he's like <laughs> thee, thee's like has this body he's like laying it on the ground and he's like hey mate okay maybe we shouldn't kill him i don't know <laughs> Um, but what do you want to do? I guess put a pin in that, V. We got uh, bigger, uh, fiery problems over here. Um, I want to move over to the the hellhound closest to me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they're they're both about equidistant. So one one move action will get you to either one, and they are both surrounding uh, Ingot, who looks as you're approaching it. Like you can see blood, and he's scorched. Uh-huh. But then you see uh, a light. Uh, suffuse his wounds, and then all of a sudden he's just better before your eyes. I just hear like angels going, ah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, woo, ingot, weird. Okay, uh, I go, I just go to the, I guess the one that is has is slightly wounded already? Sure, yeah. Um, and I am gonna try, uh, I'm gonna try power attack again? Sure. I don't know, I keep doing this, I keep failing. I'm gonna do it! Doesn't, yeah. don't, yes, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You shoot power attack successfully a lot. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, not today, but okay, that is, uh, uh, oh, that's, that is a 21 this time. Yeah, finally. 21 does it, that hits. Okay, so that is uh, two, that's a 10, holy crap, plus two, uh, that's 12 plus three is 15, got it. Yeah. Damage. A solid hit. I slice it. Uh, it slices its tail off. It's sad. Oh. <laughs> I feel weird yeah. about it, but I know I gotta That's do very it. Very sad. You just see it. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh. oh my favorite tail. Well, don't oh, eat us. Also, you can't talk. How dare you? I feel bad for you, fire thing. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna try. 
I have one action left. Uh, I guess. Uh, I... You had to move. You yeah. had to move up to the Hellhound, and then. You oh, that was two. You're right. So that actually... I do nothing. I yell, "Your master's dead, Hellhounds. Go home, or whatever." <laughs> Go home, or whatever. Here's the top of the next round, and Ingot, you were feeling real bad, and now real good. Yeah. Uh, and you're, and it looks like Gristle has joined the fray. What Great. Do you do? I will spend one action to continue my protective ward and expand sure. it. So now yep. Gristle is included in the bubble. Oh yes. Yep. Uh, and then uh, he's going to like be re-embolstered by what uh, Waverly did. So he'll he'll give a little nod back to her as he's fighting these these hounds. And then Ray of Frost, the trusty Ray of crystal. Frost. Uh, there's one that that Gristle just hit, and there's one that hasn't been touched. Which one are you going for? The one that Gristle just hit has the one that's done a lot of damage to me, and so Ingot has a personal vendetta against that one. Yes. <laughs> Ingot learned about revenge from. Theory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Seven plus my spell. Oh no. Oh, oh, plus nine. So sixteen to hit. Sixteen is a miss ah. this time. Uh, as you unleash a ray of frost, the hellhound just dances to the side. It splatters harmlessly against the ground. And that's ah. it. That's a two action yep, spell. That's right. That's right. Because you expanded the bubble uh, and then two actions for the spell. We move on to my turn. I'm dying. So I will make a check to see if this guy stabilizes oh, right. or continues dying. And he is going to continue dying. He's just <laughs> bleeding out in your arms, the. And it is your turn. You've got this guy. He's dying. You're not. I don't. I don't know if you're even sure if you care or not. But maybe you do. <laughs> but you also know your friends are in danger. So what are you gonna do? Uh, grab a hold of the guy. Yep. Um, I know what direction Waverly was, right? Yeah, you know which direction everybody is, is basically back the way you came. Cool. All right. I'm, mm, I want to do this narratively, but if it would actually injure him because of who you are as a DM, I will say I don't do it. <laughs> who I am. <laughs> but not what the rules of the game say. <laughs> I was going to pick him up, but instead I think Thee would just drag him <laughs> by his feet to Waverly. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. You can drag him. I would say that you will move at um, with a ten foot penalty to your speed while you're cool. dragging him along. That's fine. But um, there, Waverly is a total of sixty feet away from you. Cool. I'll use I'll use all three actions to get to Waverly. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, you just basically drag him back. Uh, Waverly, you see Thee emerge from the mist, dragging this armored figure right towards you. And there's blood just like spilling down this guy's uh, chest. Uh, and Thee just drops the body in front of you. <laughs> he started you talking. He started talking and I think it, it was uh, good things. So I didn't, but I also don't have Google. So I brought him to you. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Ah! And then I think he realizes they're still in the hellhounds. That's my turn. <laughs> that you were Excellent. so single-minded that you walked past the battle happening with the hellhounds dragging this person, and then, oh. It's like, I guess I'll bring the dead guy to this thing, and like, oh, big bug. Uh, speaking of hellhounds, they are unhappy. Uh, they would like to inflict death pain. <laughs> And so they're going to do their darndest to do that. Uh, one of them is going to turn its attention to 
Gristle, who just attacked it. Uh, you cut off his favorite tail. He's incredibly <laughs> sad. He wants to make him so he wants to cheer himself up by biting you. Uh, and he probably does it with a 25 total. You do bite, yes. All right. Bites into you. You're going to take a little bit of that piercing. Evil and fire. Oh, there we go. Two sixes. Uh, plus nine is 21 points nine. of damage. Just God, gets you right in the side, grinding its teeth into your armor. You hear the squeal of metal. You feel the flames and the mm. evil energy sinking into your flesh. It's bad news. Uh, and then this creature is actually going to take a step away from you. Uh, and it is going to unleash its fiery breath. Does the now, step cause an action or no? Uh, no, a step is actually a five foot movement that uh, doesn't right. trigger reactions. Since it doesn't move any further away, it gets to step no, without but my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> because all it's concerned about doing is lining you up to a, for a breath of flames. Uh, okay. Unfortunately for it, <laughs> it is only able to catch you in this cone. So you, Gristle, need to make a reflex save. Okay, I have a plus eight. Let's do this. Nat 20! That's Yay! Critical success. You basically just flatten yourself to the ground. The flames pass harmlessly by overhead. You take no points of damage in an incredibly disappointing round for that hellhound. I still have one left, though. And that hellhound is going to try to... It's like, hey, all those... I, I worked hard on tearing the flesh from your burning limbs, and now it's just back? I don't think so, the hellhound <laughs> thinks as it lunges forward and tries to bite once again. Uh, and that is going to... Actually said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is going to hit armor class 26. That'll do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're not flat-footed anymore. Right. Okay. So I don't think that that is a critical hit because your armor class would now be 18, 18. correct? 18. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's not a critical hit. If I if I'd kept flanking, I would be... Uh, Let's see. The evil, the flames. Ooh, and those are those are nasty numbers. That is going to be 22 points of okay. damage as this okay. thing sinks its jaws into you. Evil and flames everywhere. Uh, this one isn't even going to step anywhere. Mm. It is just going to shift its, its angle just a little bit. It is going to breathe flames, and this is going to catch you and Gristle. Oh, so I'm going to need two reflex saves. Okay. <laughs> Glad we weren't over there, babe, but time. <sighs> 14. 14 is a failure. Oh, no. Crispy gristle. Because that means a 12 <laughs> is also a failure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. those are both failures. And those are some nasty numbers. 17, 21 points of fire damage Holy as poop. a gout of flame just washes over both of you. Uh, now I will roll the d4s to see how uh how when, when they can breathe flames again the first one gets a three so we got three round cooldown on the first one i'll be dead by then <laughs> second one is a four so if you guys act quickly you may not face that fiery breath again but if you don't it might be barbecue for both of you <laughs> Well, as Ingot is standing there and this flame comes over him, you can see that Ingot is standing his ground and then falls forward oh, and starts right to now. smoke. <laughs> uh, Ingot is with one. out. Oh, why is there Dying one. Mm -hmm. 
which oh, means- Oh, now the, Waverly's got decisions to make. Uh -huh. And also the AC bonus goes out from the protective oh, ward too. Oh no, that's right. You can't maintain concentration on that ward. Would he be dying out. too? Or did my healing rid him of wounded one? Oh no, you didn't die before. Did I you? didn't die, yeah. He has he has yet to die, so he is a dying one. <laughs> and, oh, God. Uh, oh gosh. Lying on the ground, smoking. And then I have as part of toughness, this is new, the DC of recovery checks is equal to nine plus your dying condition value. Right. So normally you would need eleven or higher on the die. Uh, at dying one, but now you need ten or higher on the die. So basically yeah. it gives you just that little bit of an edge. You're I'll tough. Take I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, it could very <laughs> much mean the difference between life and death, quite literally. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, speaking of Waverly's tough decision, you've got this, you've got this hairy humanoid dying at your feet. You know it has answers that you need, but then you see Ingot go down in a gout of flame, and you can see that Gristle is not faring well either. You have decisions to make. What do you do? I am going to reach in my bag and pull out a minor healing potion, and I'm okay. going to pour it into this guy's mouth. Sure. And he is going to regain eight. Wow, eight hit points. All right. Um, and what I'm going to do is I still have my little light pebble, mm, so yep. I'm going to kind of hold it in his eyes so that way when he awakens he's kind of blinded and stunned for sure. a sec and i want to say to him and waverly's never tried to intimidate someone before but i'm oh, sorry should i wait until he wakes up to say it or no i mean he his eyes come open immediately okay. like he's immediately restored to consciousness when you when he when he goes above zero so she's gonna say to him uh you need to call off those dogs right now, or, or my friends uh, won't let me heal you again, and I will have to listen to them. Uh, make an intimidate check. Yeah. yeah. Intimidation. Oh, babies Learn first from the intimidate. Best. Yeah. Babies <laughs> first intimidate. <laughs> uh, that's only a sixteen. Only a that's sixteen. Pretty good. Uh, he's like blinking and bleeding and groaning in pain. He says, they're not, they're not my dogs. I, I, I don't, I can't tell them to do anything. Oh. They're not mine. Well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the, no lie. I'm sure that Thea was already aware of this, but he really wanted Waverly to have this moment. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> she tried. Yeah. It was a, hey, it was it was really good a good tactic. Uh, yeah. I can't you, you can't fault the tactic there. Um, I feel like that's all my actions. Hey, your friends still have hope. You may not have consigned them to their deaths. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Now it's up to Gristle. Oh boy, don't like hearing that. I'm fine, totally fine. There's blood like everywhere. I've got very few hit points left. Um, there are. Am I correct? Are there two hellhounds left or just the one now? There's two hellhounds. Well, one you've wounded, one is but it is still up. Okay. I go to the wounded one. Because I got some You're at the wounded on. one. It's right in front of you. Oh, that's right. I'm here. It's, I'm, I'm here. I'm <laughs> Actually, you would, have to take a, you would have to take a step because it had stepped back away from you to breathe flames oh, on you. That's so. an action step. Yeah. 
Was the other one closer than me then? The one who's not? No, the other one would actually be a little bit further away from you. <laughs> I hate it. Okay, fine. I waste a whole action stepping this <laughs> five feet away from me when I can just kick it with my foot. Um, <laughs> jump kick. Uh, I will do... Okay, I'm going to try a... Uh... A regular attack, and then after, and then sure. if it succeeds, I'm going to try the intimidating strike. Oh, sure. Or no. uh, the intimidating strike is a two-action hit, so oh, you, you can actually try that right now if you wanted to. You can just do the intimidating. Oh, strike okay. I, for the reason I thought I had a strike first and then do that. Okay, so I it's do that. It's the brutish shove that's the follow-up one. Okay, so that's very the confusing. One that you, yeah, yeah. I try my new thing, intimidating strike. Uh, that's probably going to be bad for all of us. I think I'm going to die. Uh, that's a twelve. <laughs> that's twelve. Hold on, hit. Uh, I'm afraid 12's not quite good. We're having so much trouble with these ones. <laughs> um, and that's it. Those are all of my actions. All three. All three of the actions. <laughs> it was that step that did it. Just, that frustrating one action I step. Draw my stupid short bow at this point. That's it. Ingot, you are on the ground. Unconscious and dying. Oh. You got a DC 10 flat check. 10 on the die or higher. It's a four, Jib Jams. That's a four. You are at dying two. <laughs> no, no. Dying two. The DC to stabilize is now 11 or higher. Uh. And we move on <laughs> to the Hellhound's turns. One of them that just dropped uh, Ingot turns to see Waverly and Thieg and rushes over at the pair of you. He's going to try to bite Waverly. But I got their, I got their dad. Oh, no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not their dad. I tried to tell you that. I'm, I'm, I'm just paid to be here. You just act like a dad for once in your life. <laughs> it's going to be a 20 even to hit. Oh. <laughs> Yes, yes, of course oh, I did. Right. <laughs> you're gonna take it you're gonna feel a little bit of that evil damage. No, not Waverly. No. Yes, Waverly. You take fourteen total points of damage. That one not nearly as bad as some of the other bites that we've dished out. But now the one that's right in front of Gristle is gonna make some very important attacks here. Yep. This side it's a make lot. Make a break, me, my friends. It lunges forward, teeth bared. Oh, that is a leaner. <laughs> that is a 22 to hit. Am I still in the protection field? No, because he's dead. No, he's down. <laughs> he's dead. Not dead yet. He's, he's two dead. times swooned, whatever. Uh, he hits because my AC is only 20 now. This is it. Gristle uh, again. Gristle. Gristle. 17 points. Yeah, that's so yeah. bad. Those. Okay, it's fine. This is going to be great. <laughs> Unconscious and at dying one. Yes. It's cool, though, because my ancestry ability is die hard. I love that name. That's right. Ooh. I yeah. die at dying five instead of dying four, so I'm fine. Huh. That's right. I forgot. You guys are tough to kill. I'm so glad it's four and not three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waverly. Oh, Things you're, are you're getting. Your... Okay, I thought your dog had another action. Uh oh, that, 
that's a fair point that I did just bite once. Uh, so you know I what, guess Jim? What it I'll allow be. it this time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess by the rules of the game, it gets to charge in at Thee. So now Waverly and Thee both facing off against one of these hellhounds. You got it. Waverly. The TPK is really real here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's getting serious. My turn. It is your turn, Waverly. I am going to cast a sound burst. I want to catch these two hellhounds. Okay. Can I do it without hitting Thee? Yes. Cool. Because they're both in front of you guys. So they're not, you're not sandwiched between them like Inga was before. I need you to roll low. <laughs> okay. That's going to be a, a fortitude save for your dogs. And I need you to just roll real low. Real yeah, bad. That'd be great. <laughs> just like, you know, just below. Be number one. Innocent, sweet little puppy number one. <laughs> Innocent. Rolls a total of 18. <gasps> That's a miss! Okay. That's a failure That's for Hell number one. And Hell number two. It's a total of a 14. So that is Yay! two failures against the sound burst. Okay. You're going to take full damage and both of your hellhounds are going to be deafened for one round. Deafened for one round. Yep. Here All we right. go. Please, please, please roll high. Please. <gasps> 18. <gasps> 18 points 18 of damage. Points of yes! Damage. Yes! <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Ow, their faces, like one of them, uh, his jaw almost just shatters. The one that Gristle has already struck. Okay. It is still up, but it is like no. shaking, nearly like just obliterated by this burst of sound. The other one is as of yet untouched and it is swaying and, and, and like howling in pain. Both of them taking a brutal blow. But they are still both up. One of them you can see very clearly, just like blood dripping everywhere now, uh, ash just falling from its body in a constant stream, but it is still up. The other one, uh, bat wounded, definitely a solid wound, but it, it was it had not been touched yet. So uh, excellent spell. Dang, hmm. uh, I believe you have one action left. Oh, uh, I'm going to, oh God. Um... Because it's not next to me yet. Oh, yeah, because it just bit me. Yeah, huh? they ran up to you, yeah. Shoot. Uh, I guess I'll raise my shield. Shield is up. Yeah. Shield that, is up. That damage down. Good hit. Thanks, Good 2D hit. 10, 2d10, I got an 8 yeah. and a 10. I was like, oh, my God. Serious damage. Uh, Gristle, you're dying. You just fell this round. I don't recall the exact ruling, but I'm not going to have you make a dying check until next. Since you just fell, on the next time we come around to you, I'll have you make your first dying check. Okay. Uh, so we move to the top of the round where Ingot. I didn't go. Buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, that's the The are, are you go, you're, you're, you're right after Ingot. Did I skip you entirely this round? Yes. Yeah. Okay, oh. then take your turn. <laughs> that was my bad. He could have saved me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to activate my short sword uh, and send a bolt of lightning. Yes. Uh, Ooh. At uh, the more injured one. 
I believe you can arc it to two targets, can you not? Yes, I can. Oh. That's true. Yep. So, yeah, so I mean, like, you could hit them both. <laughs> yeah. Do you it. don't need to target just the one. You can hit them both. They're both going to have to make a reflex save. The super injured one. That reflex save is looking like a 17. Uh, that's a fail. Yay. Failure for the injured one. The other one uh, is a 23. That's a pass. Passes, so that's still half damage. So go ahead and roll it for me. All right. That is nine points of uh, light. Nine damage. points of damage. The one that was nearly obliterated by the sonic strike now gets blasted with lightning and just uh, when when the when the flash of light clears from your eyes, there's just a, a smoking pile of ash where this hellhound stood moments before. The other one takes half of that is badly wounded but is still kicking all right so after and it's that only one action of, to do that so you have after uh, that burst of lightning goes around he's going to like almost pirouette spin and then bring his sword around to try and take a swing cool all right make your attack all right that's oh, that's a lot that's a 29 yeah, uh, 29 is in fact a uh, critical hit. Yay! Yeah, that's what I like. It's <laughs> uh, 14 points of damage. Oh, buddy. Uh, yeah, this thing is still kicking, but it's looking just as bad as that first one was right before you obliterated it with lightning. And I have my second attack. Nice. All right. That one's a 23. <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. 23 to hit. 23 hits. Yep. Oh, max. Six plus four, so that is 10 points yes, of yes. damage. 10 points of damage is enough to send yeah. this thing right back to the hells from which it came. <gasps> it disappears Ooh. in a blast of noxious smoke and cinders and sparks swirling up into the air. The dangers have passed, but your friends are still dying, and we've come to the end of our oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Their fates will be decided next week on Troubles in Otari, because we're out of here for uh, now. Uh, Ooh. Fine. This is fine. Oh my gosh. I couldn't help it. It was just, uh, couldn't help it. Good. Had to Good do place. it. Had to do it. Oof. Excellent job pulling that fight out, though. I wasn't sure how that was going to go once yeah, Grizzle we and Ingot were down. Oh, yeah. man, that looked dire. Jim, we did what? so well against the first Hellhound. I was like, I oh, know. Nope. Yeah. What you happens, guys whooped the first one. What happens if we all became dying one and there was no one else around to help us? Ooh. The dog saves us. Uh, the dog. answer is we roll up new characters oh, from no. Trouble in Otari. No, I'm pretty sure oh. Sam would go get like a, a bottle of healing from Katie's waist and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. help us. Yeah. Dog would save us. Oh, everybody. This was a lot of fun. 
uh, thanks for playing and, and having a good time with me. I enjoy it every week. All of you out there watching, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Paizo, thanks for hosting us. It is a blast playing through the beginner box and the follow-up adventure. If you guys want to have just as much fun as we're having, go to Paizo.com, pick up that beginner box for yourself and start your own awesome adventure. Uh, those of you watching, do not worry. I'm not revealing all of the secrets in these adventures. Uh, I've left uh, plenty of surprises for you and your friends to run through. Uh, you don't know all the tricks that Paizo has up their sleeve for you. But I can tell you, it's all a fantastic time. We will be back next week uh, for our ninth episode. The week after that, our 10th and final episode. That is right, there are only two more weeks after tonight. Will these epic <laughs> heroes be able to figure out what is going on? Is there a cult of Lamashtu in the area? Will they be able to stop them? Will Ingot even survive the next 30 seconds before bleeding out because Waverly chose not to heal him? That just might be the way it goes. We gonna know. heal him. You calm down. <laughs> <laughs> we will find that out next week, but uh, make sure that you tune in for the next two episodes because they are going to be just as epic as the last eight we have done. It has been such a blast playing. We will see you next week right here on, Twi on Paizo's Twitch. I said, I was going to say Twizo's Twitch, and it was really weird. Twizo's uh, <laughs> Twitch. We will be back next week. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>